0: You take hip hop and put them all in one package. That's that's right there. You know what I mean? That that's that's who those dudes are. You know what I mean? So, um, but they're. I think, bro. I think with the culmination of the different communities and the different cultures that they're crossing and putting together, they're gonna be they're they're gonna blow, bro. And they got a lot of connections already. We want to talk about connections. Um, one of the main guys. Who's behind that? And one of their main influencers is Young LB from uh, I can't remember what group he was from, but he came. Basically, he was a rap. He was a rapper from a rap group right here in Vallejo. Uh, during the hyphy movement, um, they had that song "You're a Jerk." I don't know if you guys huh. remember that, but they had they had that song. Well, now that dude owns the brand Runts, the weed brand Runts. And he is on that. He's one of the main dudes on that on that on that NFT project. They were with Jim Pro. They were with Jim Jones in Miami like last
1: night. You know what I mean? Oh, Jim Jones from Dipset. Holy. Yeah. Holy. Yeah.
0: So they're opening up. They're opening up a grow op over here in Elk Grove, and guess who might be on? Oh, 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 you know what I mean? You know. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: feel me?
0: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, bro, like, basically, man, networking, like you were saying, networking. And then, like I said about shift, like, well, you know, that now that we're, we should be talking about crypto, my bad, I, I, I get, you know how I get, bro, I could go talk about whatever for whatever. I mean, crypt- uh-huh. hey, NFTs but,
2: are crypto, and uh, I think it's a good way for me that to- That is understand. true. Uh, this is going to be the first Rabbit Hole Crypto Council episode and uh, just want to let you know that we we were live
1: oh wow okay huh. there we
2: oh, go yeah. yeah it started with that great story of the nft and that rapper cuz i so. cuz I, I know that song
1: and i know a lot of people that still remember that song it's what wild that? how so many that you're a jerk oh yeah 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 yep that was I was the era man. That was that was a good era. What was that like 2011
2: 2012? Around there? I can't remember too. Um that.
1: that probably was eight between 8 and 10, somewhere around there. Maybe 11? Yeah. I mean,
0: only, oh, yeah, about about the no, about the though. differences in, in networking and building relationships and what that's one thing I like about shiv bro. Um I like that's one thing I like about their whole style is the fact that they don't build up hype, they don't advertise, they don't do none of that. Everything is community. It's the shiv army behind it. Everything is driving all that. You know a lot of their a lot of their connections as far as the people that accept them for payment. And, and, and whatnot, like the new egg and all that other stuff. All that stuff was started from from the ship Army bro, putting petitions in, you know, jumping on their in on their Twitters, jumping in their um, on their different social platinum platforms, you know dropping hashtags, you know, uh, telling them hey, we're right here, come use us, you know this this and that. accept us as payment. We want to use you know we want we want to use our ship. I don't know how many people do. Cause personally, I diamond hand every ship I get. The only ship I ever lost was in transferring wallets. You know what I mean. Other than that, every ship I've ever bought is still there. Um, uh-huh. and then and then um, but on top of that, like I saw, like you know my original point is they don't they everything is built on community. Everything's built on community. They don't advertise. They don't pay for advertisement. They're they're so. I mean, like Shytoshi, bro, he's not even verified on Twitter. And and there's a lot of people in the Shiv Army that are asking Twitter to verify him, but he's like, I don't want to be verified. I want to I want to stay anonymous. Like, you know, my boy Moon knows he was born yeah. where Moon? Or was he
3: born? <laughs> he was he was born out
0: of the Matrix, apparently. His, my boy was born outside the Matrix.
3: Hey, well, let me on that point real quick. <laughs> let me interject, man. Uh, that's what he told me. I don't know if you saw that, Rami, but I had I had had a conversation with Satoshi the lead dev for Swap, and uh, he went like full Neo, I am the one, the one, the one under the sun with all the guns, like, I mean, he was straight up playing the part, and I was like, his eccentricity makes sense if, okay, so Vitalik Buterin is eccentric as well, you know, Um, it seems that he surrounds himself with a few like-minded individuals like that, that wear like cat shirts and shit like that. So, dude, it's kind of changed my whole feeling on Shib after reading that article you shared today, man. I don't know who's who or what's what because Ryoshi, he's never doxed himself, has he? Like, he's still anonymous, right? I believe
0: Ryoshi's anonymous too, yeah. Because yeah, Ryoshi's, think, whole, Ryoshi's whole theme is we are all Ryoshi.
3: Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I if I was Vitalik uh, or I wanted to start a decentralized money that was, like, legit... um. He doxxed himself on Ethereum Foundation, you know, but uh, I don't know, man, if he wanted to stay anonymous in another project that was wildly successful, it looks like SHIB would have been the way he went. And that's just, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that I believe it one way or another, but like you said earlier, the blockchain doesn't lie and all that evidence is really weird. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. So, you know, what's the,
0: what's the phrase that they use? Um, man.
1: Not Where they're not smoking a fire?
0: Where there's smoke, there's fire, and then like, uh, you know, too many coincidences, bro. When there's too many coincidences, like, what's the mathematical probability of so many coincidences happening without really it being something else, if you get what I mean, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, it, it was definitely intriguing when I read that, and like I said, when I first got into ship, that was one of the reasons that made me feel kind of secure about saying, hey, you know what? I wanna get into a meme coin. These are my only two choices. I could go all in one or I could split 50-50. Of course, the, the more practical, you know, choice is to go fifty fifty. That's what I did. But the only reason why I did that was because, like I said, I had I had heard that rumor and I was like, Well, you know what? If if it is true, and I and, and, and a meme coin's a risk anyways, but if it is true, well, you know what? That dude knows what he's doing, so
3: let me throw let me throw a little bit over here. You know? Right. Yeah. Hey Randy, I know you're an XRP, but, but you're not into like you're not into like Sheba Inu or anything, right?
2: Nah, but I do have some interesting stories about Sheb though. Let's hear it. Cause you know, I hang out on like forums, Reddit, uh 4chan, 8kun, whatever. I hang out on everything. And on hmm. business, specifically on 4chan, days before anything happened with Shib, Like, there was already somebody there talking about Sheeb and was like, You guys need to get ready. This is going to launch. And, like, dude, so I saw it first and then I saw Cash Daddies pick it up. And I always, I I just remembered, like, I could throw money into this, but I decided not to because I'm, you know, I'm not a big fan of like ETH and the gas fees. And at the time, I think I only had Coinbase. I think at that, because I was early on. What was this, January? Like, I th- I think I barely made a MetaMask, and I didn't understand anything. Like, the, the oh. sushi swap, the the pancake swap. I didn't understand any of it. So, I, I kind of just made the decision, this is too hard for me to understand, so I'm not going to put my money in it. But, uh, oh. yeah, I deeply regret it, because uh, I know somebody who did put money into it when I learned about it. And, uh, yeah, he's he's rather happy we're, we're with whatever's going on with it.
3: I was buying on KuCoin, man. That was the best decision I've ever made, man. Oh, okay, nice.
2: How are, how are the you, f- fees out of that?
3: Well, the only the only thing you really pay is the transfer fees because I don't buy on KuCoin. I would send money. You don't want to KYC yourself in America in KuCoin, so I would just send money, uh, XLM, transfer it to Tether, and then buy my Shiba with that. And, I mean, it's it's cheap. I mean, you spend more money buying Tether than you do spending –
1: buying Shiba Inu
2: because they're it's other taxes of the ass though so. <sighs> yeah I also wanted to mention I pulled up the I pulled up the article and uh, just pointing out that the wallet in February 21 February 21st 2018 the wallet only had 17 transactions and most of those transactions were like you know lead devs. Uh, I can't pronounce uh, some of these devs Jordy Jordy by Neon. I don't know, kind of curious that the SHIB wallet does have this interaction with all of these different wallets, but you said that you, was it on Twitter or like, how did you talk to the lead dev?
1: Are
3: you talking about Shytoshi? Yeah. Uh, so I, I joined the shiba inu token the official di- discord and uh you know i did some searching i didn't even think shatoshi or ryoshi would be on there so uh, i ended up messaging one of the mods just because you know they're they're average people just like us you know if they don't answer whatever i'm back at square one so i messaged one of the mods and i was like hey man is uh Satoshi or ryoshi in here and he was like yeah shatoshi's in here every now and then he'll pop in but you know we normally don't tag them because they're busy with so and so. So instead of tagging him and then not getting a response because their chat is always going, man. Their chat is like if you if you type something in there and wait for a response and then you pick your phone up five minutes later to see the response, you've got to scroll up and scroll up. And, I mean, people are just talking about the new Spider-Man, um, just everything in there. So long story short, I just messaged him. I just found his name in there. The official Shytoshi uh, messaged him and I was like, look, man, because he had recently just tweeted something on on Twitter about. Edward Snowden. I guess Edward Snowden had talked bad about Shiba Inu, and uh, so Shytoshi, man, he's not shy at all on social media, and Ivan can back that up, man. He'll call anybody <laughs> up. Yeah, I love that. so, uh, oh so I'm swinging
0: for the fence every
3: time. Yeah. So the day he posted that about Snowden, he said something like, I've never trusted you anyways because Snowden Drive is right down the street from the CIA. And I was like, dang, dropped a bomb. So I messaged him, and I just Ooh. screen-shared that tweet that he made, and I said, look, man, you know, whether or not you read this, I just wanted to let you know I'm in this discord. I'm the admin of, uh you know, the rabbit hole. And I said, you have a lot of supporters in there. And, uh, you know, that tweet right there. I mean, I said, you know, the conspiracy rabbit hole is talking about it. And I was like, we just want to let you know. Mad respect for you and keep it going. And then he just messaged me back. And he started saying stuff like, you know, I was born outside the matrix. I think I'm the one, but not yet. dude. He was talking some crazy like, why? I was like, all right, well, you know what? you know, safe travels. He was like, I'd love to jump in, but I can't. Um, Apparently he himself or Ryoshi will not jump into a Discord that's not Shiba Inu because it'll give people the misunderstanding that it's an officially sanctioned Discord of like, you know, Shitoshi or whoever. So they're really careful to what they join. But he was like, let your Discord members know that i send them well wishes and to be ready because it's about to get rough. I was like, all right, man. So, I mean, he'll message you, I guess, but... (laughs) I don't know. I expected something different, but I mean, I'm not upset. He's a cool guy. He was cool. Yeah. When you get and right when to... I say, when I say I was expecting something different, just for the record, like I expected him to be like, well, you know, we got Shiva Swap coming up and be ready for the new launch, and instead of like talking about the tech or anything like that, he was just straight up like, I know what I know what you guys are talking about in your Discord already. Blah 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 blah. I was like, all right, man, more power to you.
2: I mean, when you get to, like, these kind of personalities on the internet and, like, they're very eccentric individuals. Like, some of the people that I've met in real life who've, you know, like, told me that they were old school 4chaners, all of them had really crazy jobs. And I was always like, damn, like, you hold this, like, really high position job, but you're, you know, like, it betrays what you expect, you know what I mean? Like, being cordial, yeah. being very business like. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. But uh, as far as the, the
3: Shiba token goes, I think it's an anomaly that in the crypto universe is something we haven't seen, you know, because it, it was a meme coin. Some people still consider it a meme coin, but I don't. But it was a meme coin back then. Then it got some cult following. Then it actually has strong utility. I mean, the, I heard that they were coming out with a stable. I mean, yeah, a stable coin. When I heard that the Shiba, you know, yeah. Shiba ecosystem was coming out with a stable coin called the She. Get this. If China is to take over, you know, let's go conspiracy for a second. Wouldn't they want the universal <laughs> universal stablecoin to be called a Xi? You know, I mean, that's a, I think, I want to say that's a word in Chinese. Uh, don't quote me, but
1: hold on. Um, so the stablecoin's Xi- going
3: to be,
1: let me see, hold on.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. I it I'm in- going to look it up right now. The, but to add on what you were saying though, like if you, I have asked normal people that I know, like what cryptos do you know about? Most of them will only say the top, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, but they'll also say Sheeb or Dogecoin, which is crazy to me.
0: Yeah. Well, it's because naturally, like, <clears throat> so if you look at it from a, from a brand new a brand new investor's perspective, like how you know someone you know fairly new, like me, um, I, even though I've been interested in investing for a long time i never knew how but i of course knew about stocks before i knew about crypto even though i never bought stocks i still knew about how they pretty much operated in a general in a general outlook but not very much um so but you know they always tell you be diversified you know put some money in something that's stable but also put some money in something that you believe in that you could be that you think could be a big gainer later on down the road, you know, something a long shot basically. You know, you put a little bit in on a long shot, but most of your stuff in something that's stable and maybe you drop a little bit in between uh, on something in between the middle, you know, and spread it out a little. So that's pretty much that's pretty much what I see. I see a bunch of people in Bitcoin and Ethereum and then like you said, either Doge or SHIB. XRP is another big one too, um, you know, and then you know ADA and, and Matic and all these other ones that have you know started popping too. But um, you know, to the Shib thing about like Moon was saying about the Shib, um, that's a big play, and and it's not going to be too far away. Um, I know me and Moon have talked about it. I think Q one and Q two of uh, next year of 2022 is going to be big for Shib. I I, I have. Suspicions that um Shibarium, which is gonna be Shib's L2, is gonna come out, and that's gonna break them away a little bit from their dependency from being um you know strictly on ETH in order to get the swap and for their decks, you know, because their decks is Shiva swap. So before I go any further on the on the theory, let me just say the L2 Shibarium is gonna be. Basically, the host for their new DEX that they already have in, 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 in process of being made, which is ShibaSwap v2. So, they already anticipate that that DEX is going to jump, ShibaSwap's swaps going to jump from the Ethereum blockchain over to the Shibarium L2. So, that's going to cut gas fees. They're going to put the Shiboshis NFTs onto the Shibarium L2. They're going to, I believe they're going to try to make, I'm not positive, but I believe they might make a um, market for NFTs on there as well. I'm not positive, but if they're putting the Shiboshis on there, that would, o- that would only make sense or it could, you know, at least very, at least be a possibility later down the road. But so you got the L2 Shibarium, they're going to throw Shiboshis on there. They're going to throw the Swap decks on there, The the V2 on there. Uh, they're supposed to have the Shiboshi's uh, gaming, which, but I believe that's going to be a mobile game. I'm not sure if that's going to have anything to do with the L2. How that's going to work, but the she, um, the she, bro. That that only makes sense if they're going to have their own L2 and they're going to have their own decks on their own L2. Why wouldn't they build their own stable coin that you could use and pair with everything else that they have there for their liquidity pools? And, and, and everything else why why would you why would they want you to go use usdT or usdc mm-hmm. or anything you know anything else like that when they could have their own you know they yeah. they believe in decentralization. they don't want you using anything attached to the decentralization. that's why he went hard on uh, on, on coin market cap too because they're owned by binance and they and they got hit with the market supply I mean the uh, circulation the circulating supply fud, in the middle of their all time high.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know? So let me but, let me but take a, yeah man. Um uh, yeah, I was gonna say let me take a second to introduce uh Jatt and Mr. Riggs who just joined us.
1: Welcome guys. Thank you for coming. Hello. Hey fellas. What's up? Yeah, talking major shit action right now. Yeah
4: I guess when you're talking about shib that's like crazy i didn't even know that stuff was going on um but uh i i guess for a uh, stable coin
5: have they talked about um
4: like using ichi as a sort of protocol owned uh liquidity for like a stable coin
0: I'm not sure as far as that goes. I haven't got. I haven't done too too much there. Well, they haven't really announced anything. That's the thing about them. Um, like I was saying earlier, and and like uh, Moon was saying too, is they they one thing about Shiv is they don't announce anything as far as who their partners are or what they're doing until know, damn there, their own, until damn near until it's released. Yeah, they don't build up no hype. They just sit back. They build their relationships, they network, they put something together. And and then I would say usually within about a month before it launches, they start giving little hints. Of how uh how Rami was saying how he was in a room and a couple days before someone hopped in there and was like, Hey, uh, you might want to pay attention or you might want to, you know. Um, but they'll give little hints and and there's been little hints um on Twitter. I, that's that's what got me feeling like the L2 is not too far away. One of one of the devs was uh you know posting the other day. I believe I might have dropped it in the uh, in the Shibitz, in the Shibitz with Ivan uh, channel. But um yeah, they're they 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 pretty much don't announce nothing until they're they're damn near ready to roll it out. And then even when they do, it's just little crumbs, just little crumbs to get the army hyped up. That way we can start spreading the word and. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, you know how I feel about Shib, but um, I guess (laughs) um, yeah. I mean, it's it's wild that um, they're still trying to like push this along. I don't really know about the longevity for Shib, but um, I would say like if they're gonna go for uh, you know a stablecoin, there's a lot of uh, uh, apps that have chosen uh, Ichi you go just search up ichi on coin market cap like one inch um uh, oh, yeah. one inch uh I know about uniswap um sushi swap like they've all they've already like um um went ahead and um made steps towards making like their own uh you know stable coin um in the event of like a, a bear market and, s- and still being able to like have like uh governance um control so like without having to deal with like the downside for the uh for the coin so i don't know if ship has any governance functionality but i would assume yeah, they that they, have they do okay well i was i would assume that you yeah, know, if, if they were going to uh you know introduce something like that it would it would be you know with it with something like ichi um so sort of like a thing i've been looking at considering buying just as sort of like a branded dollar in the event of a bear market um it might be uh something that more protocols like uh move towards if they don't um uh want to like take the downside uh whilst always uh, whilst at the same time uh being able to you know complete government p- proposals you know with uh, with the coins that they have um so I don't know if that's something that they've looked into, but uh, that's definitely um, probably a solution for them.
2: Something that I wanted to add, though, because like, I've noticed that a, a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of integration with like Layer 2 solutions. Because uh, when I bought the crypto domain for the, for the Discord server, I noticed that it took a while for them to update uh, their API for you to build the, like a substitute website because they were moving everything on a Matic. And it's interesting to see Sheeb also build their own layer two solution, and these like, you know what uh what do you call them bridges,
1: like to bridge Ethereum to whatever network they're trying to bridge assets to. Sorry, what was your question?
2: Uh, I, I got lost in um, trying to remember how I was gonna tie it in, but it was with a stablecoin. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, the whole, because we're seeing, I don't know, because I've noticed a lot of the FUD coming from, um, you know, Tether and how like all exchanges are kind of like tied in with USDT um, in the advent of that, right? Because, you know, some of us are expecting that to blow up.
4: Yeah, you know? that's why I'm so bullish on, um, on Terra and uh, its uh, stablecoin UST. It's, it's, uh, it's flip die uh, this week. Um, so it's it's at, at a higher mar- market cap than uh, the first uh, decentralized stablecoin and it's probably um, maybe six months away from flipping binance USD um, so I think you know yeah I, I would agree that uh, you know if we hear get more of these like uh, stablecoin hearings and you know characters like uh, Elizabeth Warren you know making bad faith arguments uh, about the technology that we're, we're probably gonna see a push for um, uh, decentralized uh, stable coins over a uh, fiat backed um you know that that all depends on on how regulation is is uh, going to go moving forward so 2022 is going to be an interesting
5: year
1: for that for sure yeah quarter one, i, quarter I two. wanted to go ahead ron uh, i was just saying quarter one quarter
2: two
3: I was thinking quarter one, quarter two is going to be filled with the uh, with new money again, like it was last year. Once those income tax and stimulus checks happen, I think people are going to be like, "Oh man, you know, I'm going to try that crypto stuff again. This time, I'm going to try it this way." Blah 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 blah. I know I could be wrong, but I feel like these people—I say these people—just uh, certain people, once they get that free money from the government, instead of making, you know, smart choices for for the money, they end up buying like Lincoln's on 24-inch blades or. They're, buying, they're living outside their means with those checks. And I feel like crypto, this last time, whenever people got those checks, it was more of like a, hey, I want to make quick money and get out. It wasn't like, let me invest my money. And then, you know, I think it was a bunch, a lot of new money trying to get in, get out. They heard about Ethereum and Bitcoin's rising and then Safe Moon, all this, you know, all these people are in Safe Moon. And no offense to anybody holding Safe Moon, yeah. but I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. So, whenever all these people are hyping safe moon and dude when i heard shiba inu token i was like i'll throw some money in it just because of the marketing you know i wasn't you know i didn't throw a stimulus check or a paycheck in it i wish i had of course hindsight's 2020 20, but I, you saw people buying coins called like doge Lan or like saitama inu brownie coin i was one of the idiots buying brownie coin shout out to that loser <laughs> but I
4: made 10x on a coin uh, <laughs> called ass so did you really yeah. hey. that was uh that was in the uh, dgen uh binance Chain days yeah. congrats man congrats it was, it was only like 10 bucks but you know pretty sh- <laughs> i'm
0: pretty sure you're not the first person that made some money off ass
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey i was thinking check this out i was passing uh, by a church today and i thought what if we made a christ coin you know uh available to every church you know that's how churches. Oof. but it would have to be a stable coin because if Price coin wouldn't have roller coaster ride, it would just be straight up a dollar all the time, you know?
4: Guarantee you there's gonna be some uh uh what do they call those uh stadium like uh preachers, the ones that preach to like yeah five thousand people Yellow at a time. Ocean. They'll probably <laughs> think of a of a scam like that to Oh the evangelists. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm I'm seeing a character like that maybe thinking about uh, you know, pulling a tie Lopez or something weird like that. There you go.
3: This is the Osteen coin. You buy it, you get access to our church if the
4: city floods, you know? Like <laughs> Oh my god. Um sorry. Guys. Get like a Joel Osteen <laughs> like uh minor, like uh for the coin. Fuck. Yeah. Cause I saw yeah. I saw that uh, little speaker that he had that he was giving out uh or selling um with like a bunch of his uh like sermons or whatever, or piece bits and pieces of
1: it. Oh, wow. That's pretty ridiculous. So, yeah, crypto. Uh, (laughs) Did anybody in here try to cash out
3: whenever CoinMarketCap and Coinbase and all that were going crazy? Catch what? No, no, no. Did anybody try to cash out? I noticed some idiots thinking that they could try to cash out on those exchanges, thinking that they would honor those numbers. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no. You know? I had a friend like, dude, I'm trying to cash out. They won't let me. And I was like, dude, they're not going to honor those numbers. They're having a glitch. It's not like they're just going to pay you out eight grand because they messed up. You know, like that's not going to happen.
4: Uh,
3: but it was interesting to figure out
4: that like
5: uh,
4: a lot of these um, uh, websites and um, and apps are using um, like what price feeds that they're using, what uh, protocol. So I, I guess it turns out that they're using... Um, uh, some of them are using Band protocol um, to uh, get their price feeds on exchanges, um, which malfunctioned around the same time that the uh, uh, the huge price spike happened, which was interesting. Um, Coin uh, Coin Gecko, uh, I, I think they use Chainlink for their price feeds, though I'm not sure. But they didn't seem to have the same effect that you know all those other sites and um, uh, centralized exchange apps had, like Coinbase and Crypto.com, um, but yeah don't buy banned
5: that's
1: what I learned from that yeah I pulled up the tweet for anybody watching the stream to see this yeah weren't
2: weren't also some exchanges built off of the API that a coin market cap uses
4: it, well it looks like it's using Band protocol API uh, for its price feeds um, because they all had the same reaction here there's um i think there's a tweet i linked to when it first happened on the uh i'll, I'll try to link it in the uh, stream chat i'll find it
2: by uh chain link
1: gold right i, I have the one with the Pepe, yeah i pulled it up now i'm just wondering what band protocol is is there a coin with that I, hey Rami, don't get me wrong, but I think Band does have a coin. Is that right, Jet? Have you seen a Band coin?
4: It does yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought I think I must have pressed the wrong button, but yeah, it does. Um, though I wouldn't yeah. recommend really buying uh, any yeah. Oracle tokens right now. It just doesn't seem like there's any value accrual value accrual to uh, any of the token holders for like at least Chainlink over you know 2021 um, yeah, well. since its first run up. Um, and, like, banned, and the graph is, like, super inflationary. Like, they uh, they emit, like, a bunch of tokens. I don't know if you noticed that that the price of the graph has gone up, like, maybe 20% since the first run-up at the start of the year, and its uh, market cap has gone up exponentially, though, uh, because of the amount of tokens that have gone into circulation. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't... Right now, I'm not very bullish on any of those tokens, um, especially if their their shit doesn't work, like Banned Protocol.
1: Dude, but it says I'm a trillionaire, though. It was fun, though, to see like
2: Twitter completely lose their marbles over it. Everybody was posting, like, I don't know what you would call their gains, I guess
4: um uh moon what you were saying about like uh, people um, going into the uh next year and like taxes I guess I should link um token tax if you guys haven't looked at it already uh it doesn't has some functionality on uh using like the metadata in your wallet to uh, calculate um taxes for transactions on you know the ethereum network it doesn't really have the uh, tools for like solana or avalanche or any of the other chains right now, and it's hard to say how soon that they'll get it. But um, yeah, if you've if you've touched any protocol um, and you know made any swaps, like that's going to be a taxable event. If you've you know bonded uh, a token for staking rewards or you know staked a token, that's a taxable event because technically you're getting a uh, like a pool token uh, in your um, wallet to represent that uh, stake position um okay. same with lp tokens so um you guys i mean like i'm i'm still like researching it right now cuz this is the first time i've dealt with defi but um i would start looking seriously looking into uh you know doing the math on some of the uh token swaps that you've been doing cuz i mean even if you haven't made like a whole bunch of money on it on it like like a good faith like uh effort to you know file your taxes properly is probably going to prevent you from um Incurring any interest or penalties for not disclosing um, some of the transactions and gains that you've gone gotten, you know, this year if you've if you've interacted with DeFi, because um, you know everything is is on there forever. So, you know, once you KYC to an exchange and there's like a transaction link to a wallet, you know, the IRS is building tools right now to eventually where they can and will track down your transactions and potentially audit you. So. Um, I think it's probably a good time. It's probably a good time to start a month ago, but now um, uh, get on it and uh, uh, start looking at um, how to calculate those uh, those transactions, um, and at least uh, get sort of an estimate as to how much capital gains you owe uh, based on uh, what you've been doing on on shit farms and so on and so forth.
3: And Jack, let me ask you just for the listeners: Do you think that getting a CPA, if you're trading more than, like, say, ten thousand, ten thousand USD in crypto, do you think getting a CPA is essential? Or say, let's 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 go lower. If you're trading more than two thousand, do you think it's essential, or do you think that's a, a kind of load? I know there's tools that you can put in your trades on a spreadsheet, and it'll give you the taxes and work all that stuff out. But do you think once you get to a certain threshold, like ten k, twenty k, you should really let a professional in on that? Because that's a lot of trades, in my eyes.
4: Yeah, I mean, it really just all depends on how much you've interacted with the chain and, and how much uh, gains you've gotten. You can probably, um, you know, do the math and, and get, a, get a good estimate. Uh, I mean, like, this is not tax advice, obviously, but uh, you could probably get a good estimate just doing the stuff on your own. But um, at a certain point, if you've incurred, like, you know, you know five figures uh, in gains, um, like over the past year, you, you might want to. Uh, consider like you know, consulting, uh, somebody uh, who's um, more knowledgeable. Maybe not hire anybody, but um, consult somebody because they might you might be able to find opportunities for uh, deductions or um, you know, marking losses um, that you might have not been able to find out on your own. So I don't know. Really, all it really all depends on uh, on how much money you've uh, incurred because you know it's always a chance that you'll be audited because you could be you could gain get. Nothing from DeFi, and then somehow uh, still get audited, um, yeah. and you can sure. incur like a fifty percent penalty. Um, there's just different, you know, tax laws. Like I'm in Canada, so it works a little bit differently over here um, than it does in the states. But there's like it's way more complicated in the states. Um, sure. So I can't really speak much to that. I would say, yeah, the more money you have, probably you might want to consider uh, setting more money aside you know, just to pay for those taxes. And then of course, yeah. Um, consulting uh, an expert. So there's like payment plans for this token tax stuff. So like, uh, it can also like link up Ethereum transactions to um, TurboTax, like with Intuit. Um, I don't know. I think everyone pretty much uses TurboTax to file their taxes. It's pretty good software. Um, so there's that. And, and I've, I've heard, and I've, I've gone into several of the uh, uh, tax related uh, Twitter spaces and and they say that they have plans to hopefully be able to uh, um, help uh, with everyone's like sort of tax situation by October of next year is their current deadline of like uh, getting like other chains on there and, uh, and um, addressing all like the customer needs. Um, So I would look there first um, for sure. And then uh, they can also just uh, give you some information on how you might be able to do it yourself. Because um, also, there's uh, lots of great apps out there that can sort of uh, compile all of your uh, smart contracts that you've interacted with and sort of track down, like you know where, where have you done swaps um, and where you've approved your tokens um, so that you, you, know, you don't miss out or forget something that you've we were touching like you know four or five months ago, but never really interacted with since. so there's um I'll link them both in the uh, in the live chat
5: one sec It was really
4: rambly, but yeah, I would say, um I don't know <laughs> just um. Yeah, it's really all because, like, I I mean, I don't, I don't have that kind of, uh, those kind of gains. I don't have like a hundred thousand in in gains. So I think I'm me myself. I'm gonna try to do it on my own. And uh, you know, if it comes like I'm up to the past tax deadline and I still haven't figured it out, then you know, maybe I I might consider uh, hiring someone just uh, for the sake of you know missing out on uh, uh, interest payments or you know further penalties.
2: Yeah, I think if it wasn't for you. When you reminded me, I think it was when I traded into solo, you asked me, like, oh, what was the price of XRP when you traded from XRP into solo? And it reminded me, like, oh, fuck, I actually didn't write that down. Because I remember I was like test betting, I think the Flare beta. And I just remember always writing down, like, you know, swaps just to remember, like, the price of going into something and then coming out of it.
4: And, like, that's fine too. Like, I also did that, like, you know, looking back there's like so many like countless swaps that I've done and I haven't recorded like in a spreadsheet or a data sheet so this I've as I just wanted to get you know familiar with the um, the technology and I'm just uh, you know hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, but that, that's the great thing about blockchain is that you can you can go find it you don't have to call up some bank about you know what a statement that's no longer available online you can uh, just access it all yourself so um. I probably should have done that too. Uh, that's going to be my uh, thing for 2022 is to keep a spreadsheet of everything uh, just so I can keep track of it so I'm not panicking like I am right now.
2: Yeah, I also wanted to ask, um, how's everyone been handling like the, what is it? Do we call this a a downswing? Because or... I don't want to use the word bear market. call it a discount
3: season just because... Uh... Dude, I was buying, I was buying back in the day Ethereum whenever it was cheapy cheap, and I thought, you know, when it got up to two hundred dollars, I was like, oh man, here we go, and then it crashed again, like eighty percent, and uh, a lot of people got out of crypto and just never looked back. This right here, man. I mean, it's. I, I think what's going to happen is crypto is always going to see roller coaster where people see massive dips and they might be in the red. That's why I always tell people that that I. You know, talk to about crypto do, never put anything in there that you cannot afford to lose because you need to pay bills you need to f- pay your. you need to feed your family but uh, at the end of the day if people are really looking at their portfolio and like stressing like holy cow I, and i've seen people like messaging general chats and other discords where they're like hey guys i really need an nft project or a crypto project that i can make rent in like two weeks on and i'm thinking holy cow like you don't need to be in crypto you don't need to be in stocks you don't need to be outside of a bubble inside of your house wearing a helmet on your head 24 7 because if you're playing with your money like that it's it's, it's not going to be good so yeah. I, you know i just consider a discount season man i really don't sweat it if anything you know if somebody really starts worrying i recommend they delete the app and come back at the end of income tax season once everybody has their income tax and the extra money and it's not a holiday like christmas coming up where they're saving and spending you're you're going to be closer to the green or at least where you bought from that time than you would be right now when people are selling, scrambling to pay rent. They've got you know, businesses closing the books at the end of the fiscal year. They want to show profits for the investors and the holders. Um, I, right now is a, a very frugal time with money just because of the season. I, I feel like once the new books are opened up in the new fiscal year, people are getting income tax money back from Uncle Sam and they're not spending money on you know, the latest game console that costs exorbitant amounts of money. I think that's when people start being like, okay, well, let me get back into investing. And if, if you if you sold during the dip, man, I'm you know, rest in peace, because that's the worst thing you can do. But, you know, some people need the money. Some people have to pull it out because they made bad decisions as far as investing. I've seen some people throwing in seventy eight thousand dollars worth of their net worth into loopering like during this market right now. And they're like, man, I really need some returns ASAP. I saw that on a Reddit post and you're thinking, man, if that's your decisions in life, like. Your family should look at you and be like, dude, why are you in, cha- in charge of the bank account? Like, give it to the five-year-old. Let him try, you know, 401ks, Roth IRAs, that kind of stuff. It's it's, it's wild. I yeah, figure just wait.
5: It's a of, uh, yeah. generous.
3: <laughs> Amen. Yeah, yeah. The long story short, sorry about the rant. I just, I feel yeah. like the, the world is going to see dips. It's never going to be up and to the right, despite, despite what Richard Hart may tell you, um, you know, there's always going to be dips. And if, if you don't have the balls for it, man, some people, you know, some people can't go into the military. Some people can't be a, you know, some people don't want to own guns. There's pacifists and then there's pussies. But at the same time, you know, if you can't take red in your portfolio, then you don't need a portfolio because it's inevitable at, at any
4: time. It's also good to consider having some uh, stable coins or cash on the side uh, to, buy the, to buy those dips. But also, you know, in the case that, you know, this tax year, um, if you've uh, accrued gains and then suddenly after Q1 of this year you're holding into a, a bear market, suddenly you're owing taxes that you can't afford to pay um, because the assets that you hold that uh, you may have done some swaps on are no longer, you know, worth less or, um, you know, are now worth a, only a, a considerable portion or the taxes are worth a considerable portion of what you currently own. Um so that's something to consider too. Uh, I guess on the bearish side, um, at least coming in 2022, because I think a lot of people are coming to the conclusion that the total addressable market is sort of uh, plateauing um, for a lot of these assets without um, you know newer narratives, especially in the uh, uh, interest rate environment. Um, we're supposed, supposedly, the Fed is supposed to do three rate hikes in the next couple of years. You know, we're seeing or um, or in the next year, and we're seeing. Uh, strengthen the dollar uh, as a reaction to that. So um, you got to consider like, is Bitcoin um, really going to, you know, increase uh, its TAM over the next year, like for like other countries, or is it mostly from this, you know, as you were talking about earlier, like the stimulus check, like loose money, you know, flooding into the market that is no longer going to happen uh, for 2022 so uh it probably would be a good time to have some cash on the side also um might be a good time to consider uh you know some alternative investments into you know other blockchain technology that isn't so skewed towards like nfts or metaverse just like you know a layer one that uh is able to onboard new users who are, are looking for you know solutions uh, for banking like interest rates you know or getting returns or um, you know swaps and things like that things like that because I think that's what we saw uh, you know this past quarter and a half for you know alternate EVM one L ones like uh, you know Avalanche and uh, and Polygon. Um, so there's a lot of things to consider in the next year like. Should you hold uh, stablecoins? Should you buy more Bitcoin or is Bitcoin just going to go sideways? Should you hold more cash than you did in 2021? Um still something I'm
5: thinking about.
2: Yeah, I, uh, to speak on that, I remember asking in the crypto, in the he's like, hey, is it a good idea if I should hold some stablecoin? And because it was kind of, intr- it was a moment where we started seeing that downtrend and I was like, ah, I'll take the risk. Honestly, uh...
4: Best. Probably should have held the stable coins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no,
2: I did hold the stable coins, so I'm kind of happy, because one of my investments tanked. I'm talking... you said It was funny that you said, um... I'm not feeling very bullish on these oracle coins. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one, because, uh... What did I experience? It was well over 50% of, like, just seeing two, two grand just disappear.
4: Yeah, man, like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, that I it's it's um it's not for the the faint of heart, especially like if you just see like a, a coin trending on you know coin market cap or coin Gecko and it's going up and you think that oh there's a there's an no alt market for this it's just going to keep going up, but for a lot of these uh, alt it's uh um it's the it's I I started thinking a lot more about uh, total addressable market when it comes to these types of things because a lot of them a lot of these things are way overvalued um in those terms um so you're you're probably going to see a lot of uh a lot of these alts like bleed at least against bitcoin um in the next year probably especially this metaverse stuff which is something that everybody hates uh pretty much except for you know the people who want to speculate and get rich off of uh these nfts everybody else like the the market who it's supposed to be for they're not ready for it. They don't like what it looks like right now, and they don't want to have any part of it. Um, and chain like Oracles, um, bro. Like I don't, I don't even know, like what is going on with those things. But uh, there's there's nothing to bring value to the holders, and uh, especially chain like um, their de- de- developers are still selling millions of tokens practically every day, um, so.
1: No, yeah, definitely agree, especially right now because it's discount season. I think, I think right now in the uh,
3: I wouldn't call it a bear market, but I think right now in the uh, red candle time discount season, um, I think a lot of people are more worried about the like their portfolio falling rather than like what they could be capitalizing on, like Jad said earlier. You know, it it, it might be a good idea to look at outside investments, you know, not only just crypto or or anything of the sort, but just, you know, if you're ever looking into precious metals, if the the prices are down or something, right now is a good time to buy. I'm not saying it's the best time. I'm not saying blow your whole whole wad. The way that I go about buying whenever there's red candles everywhere is I'll DCA, but um, incrementally. So, you know, if I have just say a grand that I'm looking at throwing at a few coins, you know, I go buy either $50 or $100 Increments just to make sure that, you know, maybe I missed the bottom completely and I should have bought it all. But if I do buy and it just continues to fall, then I'm just sitting on my hands watching my portfolio go red. So if anybody is, if anybody looks at this time like discount season like me, my, this isn't financial advice, but the way I go about it is I, you know, throw a little bit of money, throw a little bit of money that way. Cause I bought some Ethereum the other day, at, I want to say 37 or, or 38. And then, as soon as I bought it, kept going down. Well, I just bought a little bit more as it went down. Whereas, had I done it all, I would have been like, well, shit, you know? When's the bottom? Like, stressing, god dang, did I buy terribly, you know? So, sorry about the rant.
2: Nah, there's no worries. Because honestly, like, that's, that's a better approach to it. Because uh, I have a personal friend who I kept telling, like, stop blowing your whole loan. Like, spend a little bit and just watch.
3: And like Jet said, it's always good to have powder on the sidelines, like cash. You know, I mean, who knows? One day you see a massive dip, you're able to buy that coin, and it jumps up. And again, I'd love to stress for anybody listening that's new to the market. I know all of us have heard it many times: never invest anything you can't afford to lose. I we were in another Discord server in here. A lot of you know already. I don't want to say the name in case there's somebody listening that or that knows the guy. But he was in there buying Bitcoin in the server on the live chat. And his wife or girlfriend came up behind him and was like, you're buying Bitcoin and you can't pay rent. And he proceeds to scream back at her. And there was like a live fight on the audio. We could hear it in the live chat of that server. And uh, that was that was a perfect example of like, always make sure your bills are paid and then you invest. You don't ever play with money that you need to eat because you're not always going to get that money back. So we, we heard a live conversation between an angry wife that knew nothing about cryptocurrency and a husband that apparently wasn't paying rent, but he was buying Bitcoin, so it was awesome to live that moment, you know, in real time.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's so true, because you can't you know what I mean, you can't be risking the like everything just for one single move.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, and to build on um
1: Why did it just escape me right now? But Jack, on Jack. great point, yeah. Yeah. Jack's a man, man. Definitely He's got a lot of knowledge over there. Yeah, I was going to ask
3: Jet. I wanted to wait until we had one of these these live chats because I know it's quicker for him to speak than it is for him to type. But uh, if you were doing like a staking right now or a liquidity pool, um, I know you don't believe in uh, ETH 2.0 coming out anytime soon. As somebody that supports ETH and is invested in ETH, I don't believe in it either um one of my buddies locked up his eth until ETH 2.0 came out because he saw the interest and he's kicking himself in the face right now he's gonna get um wrecked. <laughs> yeah he's gonna get wrecked immediately and this is my personal opinion just to go off on this quick tangent before i ask you the question Jack. but i think what ethereum 2.0 is waiting for is for the price to tank and then they're going to release it and that's going to be bad for the holders that bought at 4200 3700 because i don't think they're going to drop because ETH 2.0 is not going to look attractive until it's cheap so i think they're going to wait until it tanks and this is just you know, I'm crazy. I'm see, I'm thinking 2,700, and then ETH 2.0 drops. Uh, that's crazy. I know, but the question I want to ask you, Jad, is like, once stuff like this is going on, and you're looking for passive income, you know, whether it be a bull market or a bear market, what would you say people should be looking at? I mean, staking, liquidity pools, uh, stuff like that. What would you recommend?
4: Um. Yeah. So I mean, we don't have to worry about um, the ETH merge until next year. Um, I I do think that there's probably going to be a run-up once we start hearing uh, about like dates, um, you know, when when we can expect uh, the merge uh, to happen, or like what what block it's going to happen at, or uh, you know what month, just like something a little bit more concrete. Um, And uh, yeah, there's uh, there's about like forty billion uh, in Ethereum that's like staked. Um, those, uh, 2.00, uh, stake pools. So like those that haven't like staked in Lido, like they're desperate to, you know, start capitalizing on their gains. It's going to be like people who have staked, you know, back in 2019, and, uh, 2020, you know, people who are up like hundred X. Um, and I think that there's probably a lot of market makers and people who have liquidity that are going to try to front run them, uh, into the ground. So, um. Uh, I would consider it. I mean, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But I, I would be cautious to um, to not take profits uh, around that time um, because there probably is going to be a huge um, bleed afterwards uh, once people like realize like what this ETH2 merge actually is and whether it's very beneficial. Um, so. Yeah, I probably consider taking some money off the side. I don't think I'm going to ever sell all of my ETH, but I probably will sell a big portion of it uh, when that happens and then buy the dip. Um, great place for um, yield. I would always recommend is Terra's blockchain it has uh, uh, Anchor Protocol. Easiest way to get 20% yield on dollars. Um, with, uh, you know, um, with that. plus. Uh, um, you know, is growing. And so if you want to like um, throw some of that UST yield into Luna, um, you'll, you'll get uh, even more um, tail from uh, the growth of uh, UST as it, uh, you know, spreads throughout other chains in DeFi. Um, so that's what would be my recommendation, I guess. Um, NFA, of course.
2: Also, I wanted to <laughs> highlight uh, what you said before of why the industry wants nothing to do with it and it's stuff like the, the infrastructure bill. Because, uh, you know, that's that's why it's also good to be bullish on projects like Terra, because they're building their own ecosystem to, it's kind of a stake against what's currently, what we're currently seeing with Tether, the market.
4: Yeah, Terra is completely immune to uh, the United States. Um, I mean, like, they can probably block uh you know, UST being used for like payments in their country, if they really want to be anti-crypto in like a, you know, regulatory situation. But yeah, they can, they can create any stable coin pegged to any international currency that they want to using their technology. Like they have Canadian dollars, they have euros, uh, they have um, uh, wands, they have um, Japanese yen,
1: all sorts. Okay, I didn't know they had that many stable. Well, I don't know if you would call it stable coin, but
2: uh, national currencies.
4: Yeah, so um, the, their their goal is to is to target every every market for uh, you know uh, decentralized uh, banking solutions. Um, and while while at the same time not necessarily having to you know transact in these um, speculative and volatile assets, so it's. Um, God I'm so
1: bullish.
2: <laughs> Dude with anything. At this at this point the way I look at it is there there are so many there are only so many exchanges that just exist for crypto, right? But the the one glaring thing I notice about all of them is they all use tether. Or at least right? You rarely for see now. yeah, you rarely see USDC being used as a as a main staple pair. I don't know, that's kinda crazy to me. That's why it's also crazy to me that Shiba got so many partnerships so quickly it was it was just how fast they were just able to get onboarded to all these different platforms.
4: Yeah, I mean, like, that's the uh, that's the whole bulk. That's another bulk case for Terra, um, you know, for stablecoin uh, regulation uh, woes and, you know, um, having things being backed one-to-one or, um, you know, the ability to use like stable coins for payments. Um, like these uh, regulatory uncertainties are probably going to push more and more users, at least on chain, um, to other stable coins other than Tether. Like they might, you know, turn towards USDC um, more because they're a little bit more transparent with their holdings uh, than Tether has been. Also, we know where they're headquartered. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, all, all the more reason to use UST in uh, in DeFi because you don't have such a centralized counterparty risk. Because literally, the uh, all that all that USDT and all that USDC is is backed by dollars in some bank, and that's really no different than the uh, um, than the fractionalized system that we deal with now. Um, you know, this can have it can have bank run problems, which Elizabeth Warren has. Uh, you know pointed out but the only reason why it does have that problem is because it's backed by real dollars and it's not pegged algorithmically like uh, Terra is.
1: Okay. I see, I see. So there's no real way of um like Terra,
2: what do you want to call it? Like regulates itself real time is kind of what you're saying.
4: Yeah, well it's all um it's all a- algorithmically um uh, pegged uh, to uh, the dollar based on you know, there as long as like the technology doesn't like screw up like, you know what we saw with coin market cap, which I have confidence that it won't. Um, and it's actually in recent downturns has been uh, better at holding peg, um, like in times of liquidations, like on exchanges, like huge volatile swings. It's held its peg a little bit better than the other coins. Um, that you'll see like dai and uh usdt and and all of the other uh uh stable coins like pax and um you know true usd and some of the other c grade ones
2: so uh quick question but um i was i don't know where i got this article from but it was a circle it's like a pay, like a payment platform or whatever
4: circle is the um a company that uh created usdc
2: okay well i would if you go to their website now they have like a yield platform but they they talk they mention at the very bottom like they they onboard allogrand usdc solana usdc stellar usdc tron hedera avalanche so mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you think of like these these various different blockchains kind of onboarding usdc
4: it's very bullish for them yeah, when I saw, uh, I'm not. I don't really care about you know like Stellar or Algorand, um, at least not right now. I think they're. Um, I, I think Stellar is. Uh, I'm not, not going to speak about Stellar. Algorand probably is interesting, but I still think is sort of just uh, overvalued where it is now, and it kind of we need to see more growth there before it becomes interesting. But when I saw Circle announce that they added, um, you know, native. Uh, USDC onto avalanche um this week like a t- couple days ago i i was like fuck yeah let me buy some avalanche and it it, it pumped up like you know 20% against um uh the US dollar and then um, like 10% against eth um so it's it's very bullish for uh alternative l1s and i would say potentially bearish for ethereum because um Circle is uh, enabling the ability to onboard uh, new users to cheaper blockchains, uh, you know, from fiat straight over, you know, without having to go through any other kind of parties, um, and not having to touch Ethereum at all, um, or have to deal with any of the gas costs that uh, that ETH is um, having problems with right now. So, um, at most, it's definitely bullish for. Uh, any chains that uh, link up with uh, Circle um, for for native USDC. So, um, and I think uh, it, it ref- the market reflected that when uh, when they announced their uh, launch on Avalanche.
2: Okay, so I'm guessing it had a major turn swing.
4: Yeah, I think um, I did actually post. I have a picture I posted on Twitter. I think I'll get it, and it shows the uh, the tweet of one of the. Uh, execs from uh, circle uh, Announcing their avalanche launch and then the chart against ETH. Let me uh, see if I can post it in the stream chat
2: I don't know from my perspective just looking at how You know what I mean? Like if you take the statistics of circulating dollar bills and how 80 like what is it over 60% of it was just printed in the last two years I don't know when you look at it. It's kind of like well our physical dollars about to go to like trash And it's kind of funny that we're seeing a a turnaround with, um, I don't know, what do you want to call this? Like an electronic solution or a programming solution, like some software-based solution that would kind of like fight against inflation. Because, I don't know, I've always thought it was funny that we have
1: this idea that inflation's a, a staple. Like it's an inevitability.
5: Yeah, I mean, that's like super
4: um, macro uh, level stuff that I'm, I'm just not smart enough to uh, talk too much on. But I guess basically inflation is good for uh, economies and uh, for countries, um, you know, in, in growth terms. But it's reached a point where there's so much uh, government spending and deficit spending uh, that we've reached like this sort of tailspin point um, where it's uh, we need to shelter towards these crazy volatile uh and fixed uh supply assets like bitcoin um uh, yeah but then also at the same time a deflationary system is terrible for growth and is terrible for the economy so it's it's uh it has to be like a some mix of the uh of the two um you know so that they can both uh um build off of each other um so I, I don't I don't know if it's uh, i don't really expect uh or i don't think many people expect that it'll all be on bitcoin i think that's ridiculous
2: i would well i don't know too much about the fractional banking system but i know enough that i look at it the way that i look at uh technology where there's constant stifling in the sense that you know what i mean like there's busy bodies or there's entities there's like there's a hedge for wanting inflation and not necessarily fixing the solution you know what i mean it's like they can see the hole in the wall it's just they don't necessarily want to fix that aspect of the hole in the wall
4: it's there by design the the system's designed to to work this way and uh you know all the other institutions are i mean we can get into huge rabbit hole stuff but yeah other institutions are are there to uh to uh, keep the blinders over your eyes as to you know what's happening to your spending power, um, there's like crazy documents that you can find from like you know the uh, research of, of like the World Economic Forum and um, like all of these think tanks about um, you know using inflation and and how like in like small paragraphs or like notes that are saying that you know it can it could potentially. Um, cause like moderate uh, price increases and uh uh you know uh, wealth inequality you know in a country but like it's all underplayed um so like they're aware of, the, of what's happening i don't I don't think there's anything that they can do about it because everybody's in debt and uh, they can't print fast enough to pay it off every country is uh super in debt
2: I mean it, it's only a call for what do you want to say better solutions or different solutions that's why that's why I still have Solana that's why I still have like Matic cuz you know it's kind of impossible to assume that Ethereum's going to handle like the world economy that network would get way too congested but well in its current state
4: Oh yeah no um the um yeah, I mean, you think of a blockchain as like a, this is like a room, and you can you can only fill so many things in that room before, you know, um, you know things start to burst at the seams and um, like not work very properly. Um, so yeah, the solution would be just to create a, a bunch of blockchains or have some sort of interoperable um, future where there are specialized blockchains for certain things, so that you know, like it's not an all-purpose blockchain that can you know fit every single Transaction type, or, or transfer, or mint, or um, smart contract interaction under the sun. Um, so there's probably going to be not one blockchain that uh, will, uh, you know, end up tokenizing everything. It's going to be probably a mix of of uh,
1: intercommunicating blockchains. I would say. I'd like know? to see what uh I'd like to see what you think, Jad, as far
3: as like, uh you know, like a universal stable coin. You know, Tether. I, I know a lot of people have mixed emotions on Tether. I'm not a big fan of Tether just because of their secrecy and their weird dealings. But then again, it's crypto. So a lot of stuff is meant to be secret. What do you think as far as like a coin? It's got to be a stable coin, but a coin accepted at like Walmart or, you know, let's talk streamline. Like, do you see a coin eventually being accepted mainstream or do you think it's always going to be like this one off? retailer like tj max accepts this coin and then target accepts this or do you think there's eventually no. going to be like everybody accepts one coin
4: no it's it's probably going to be somebody accepting like bitcoin through lightning um or you're just going to be using you know your legacy credit card that can be paid off with crypto i, I don't i don't i don't think that uh uh, I think there's too many like lobbyists uh, in like the banking uh, sector that's probably going to try to slow down uh, as much as possible, like people being able to like accept uh, crypto at uh, at businesses widespread. But you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe shit will be transactable everywhere, and you could dump it for um, a pair of shoes. But um, I I don't I don't really um, I don't really see that there's going to be like a coin to buy. Uh, you know, certain things I think that's, that's just too complicated, like the, like having like a FedEx coin or, or not, maybe not a FedEx coin, but like a coin that's already ex- existed to be accepted as certain businesses or others. It's probably just going to be, you know, something a little bit different. Um, it's probably going to be a stable coin. It, it might be on a different, uh, network, um, but other uh, than ETH, um, but I, I would say it's probably going to be, um, Something that your, you know, legacy carrier would uh, interact with on the back end, Um, because no one, no one's uh, crypto literate, or the masses aren't crypto literate enough to you know interact uh, with all these like different types of payment systems.
3: Well, I was really impressed by the uh, Facebook crowd for not buying into that stupid Facebook coin that they came out with. I'm actually waiting to see the day that Amazon comes out with a crypto coin, and that's the only one that they accept, because that day is going to be i don't know if you guys have thought about this but if amazon has the money and all the tech and the ambition to do a fake launch up to the to fake space it's just a matter of time before they get into heavy cryptocurrency space with their own coin that only they accept i mean if they're not looking at that right now then somebody behind their marketing team is not doing their their job right because if crypto is that hot and people are looking at retailers left and right with that kind of capital like amazon has if they're doing you know let's go cruise up to space for a second then come back down you know let's spend all that money It's it's a matter of time before Amazon's like, hey, we're going to accept this coin, and it's the the Zon coin or the Amazon coin or the Bezos slash Tezos, you know, whatever it is. I I feel like these major retailers, if they're not thinking about their own cryptocurrency, to where people have to conform to their payment system, just like we have with PayPal or we have with credit cards, or you know, they don't they don't accept paper money, of course, because that's impossible. And I'm not saying they should, but all I'm saying is once they once they quarter the market to where they're like, look, you either pay with your U.S. dollar from your bank account or we accept this Amazon coin, which you can convert your Bitcoin, Ethereum, or, you know, Litecoin, whatever it is. You know, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. we haven't seen that yet.
4: They're never going to stop accepting, you know, dollars, obviously, because that's yeah. tender. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that That's like, um, I feel like that's like years down the line stuff. Um Yeah, I agree. I I think uh, I think anybody. I think with the way the uh, you know the masses and the way the media has been portraying crypto and and what uh, people's uh, impression of what like crypto is and what it does you know to the planet and um, you know what people's weird uh, relationship with money is right now. uh, I don't. I don't really see any of these businesses hopping to uh creating anything like that anytime soon just f- for the sake of the backlash um i think it was probably going to need another cycle worth of uh, familiarization with these uh, uh blockchains and new technologies before you know something like that becomes a thing
2: i mean we might see a solution like unstoppable domains where they just give you a back end because the way the way i saw it was like i have bearfrog.zill and in the back end they let you pick out like um, a token and an address to send it to. So you can like list all of the addresses and they all get resolved through the URL. So you could just tell somebody like, oh send your payment to bearfrog.zill and like you know it that the the payment solution auto resolves itself like a DNS server.
4: Yeah, there's um, there's a few um solutions out there that are trying to like simplify the uh what you're saying, like uh, like I oh I only have like a dot zilla address, like I don't want to have to open up this different wallet to you know get your money. Um, oh, there's one I forget what it was called. I I almost bought the coin, but it didn't end up doing it. I don't even know where it is now. But
2: um, oh no, it's just a redirecting service. So yeah, you could just you could put a Bitcoin address, a Litecoin address. Uh, xrp address and when somebody types it in like and they're trying to send you a payment to coinbase though it'll auto resolve and it'll send it to whatever wallet you pasted in the back end
4: yeah um, there is one i i gonna it's gonna bother me but there's uh there is a coin or there's a coin that's behind like a, a crypto company that is is building what like you would send it to like uh one address and it uh it can be connected to like multiple like wallets um, or so. Or it'll, if you don't have like that coin, it'll like create an escrow until like you make that wallet. Um,
5: I'm going to see if I can find it.
4: It's not exactly what you're saying, but it's like sort of like a workaround.
2: Yeah, because I know that the Ethereum blockchain has a oh. dot .eth, right? Dot .eth addresses.
6: Yeah,
4: but like obviously that can only accept eth, right? Um, so this is like, uh, this, this thing that I'm thinking about is like, uh, like a, you could send Tezos over to it and, and it won't matter. Or you could send, you know, AVAX or Luna or Solana, whatever, or, you know, USDC on AVAX and you, you've only work on Polygon and that'll get swapped over to USDC native to Polygon, you know, so on and so
5: forth.
2: Speaking of which, didn't, uh, I think it was 907. Didn't he link something about how MetaMask was? Uh, there was like a rumor
1: that they were gonna launch their own token too. Can't remember if it was nine oh seven. I I want to I want
3: to Rami. I want to say that I saw that same rumor. I I think it's fact. I I saw like two articles about it. But MetaMask has. Been like looking into their own coin for sure. I don't know what the utility is going to be for it. Again, it's not there's the an airdrop
4: for uh, it's an airdrop. I think people are speculating if you use the in built in swap feature on MetaMask, you would be you know eligible for the airdrop if like based on a certain snapshot date. Oh, okay, so, so if you haven't if you haven't used like the in wallet like swap feature on MetaMask, then just do a swap for like whatever. Like I, I did it Wait, for. You're eligible just if you've done a swap before. That's the speculation. No one that's has any idea. No, one, that's true. No, no one has any idea what it's going to be. But the only thing that is native to MetaMask is that swap feature. Like the only yeah. thing that you can do on MetaMask is add a token so that you can like view the token or add an RPC or you know make a new wallet. The yeah. only thing that uh, is like something that's trackable like on chain is creating a swap through the MetaMask API. So, like that—that uh, that seems is—that's what people are speculating as one of the only ways to become eligible for the MetaMask airdrop, other than you know just you know opening up a a, a wallet with uh, with MetaMask is is to use that swap feature because it's literally the only thing that can be recordable, you know, or,
5: or verifiable on chain.
4: So if you see that like swap button, like, I don't know, just like do a, if you're planning on like unwrapping like a a Matic token or, you know, swapping a dollar for USDT or something, then, you know, use, use that. It's, I used it once. I don't really plan on using it again, but, you know, just in case you might get a couple of tokens, it might be worth doing.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. I don't think I've ever looked into how ETH snapshots work.
5: Because it would so be
4: they'll like, a, they'll like announce, like, you know, by a certain block, like, we'll we will look at the chain and and see, you know, whoever has done set action. And if you've your wallet is connected to this action that is required for the snapshot, then you're in. Um, so they usually just choose like a block deadline, um, and then uh would look back, you know, prior to that block deadline to see, you know, which wallets sure. did what. Yeah, like a screenshot back in the day.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, I don't know how much you've looked into this, Jack, but I value your opinion. Like, I know a lot of people in here do. Have you looked into those Ethereum naming service names? Uh, you know, the to 3.eth or whatever.eth names? What do you think about those?
4: Yeah, I mean, cool, I guess. Um, I, I, I wouldn't... I mean, if you're really excited about, you know, decentralized web and, you know, building on Ethereum, cool. If you're thinking of buying something expecting a quick flip I would be um, I me personally I would be hesitant towards doing that because you know we have no idea what the future of web3 is going to be on and and yeah, where yeah. where the market is, is going to flock towards as far as like network effects because you know the state of state of eth right now I don't I don't see anybody getting onboarded to ethereum nobody yeah. Yo, yeah, hey,
2: yo, wait, guys. Uh, we got a we got a question from an internet celebrity Chris Neff. We I about invited pulse him. Chain? He's
3: actually listening. My dude, Neff, if you can listen, I'm glad you joined, man. I sent him the invite. Welcome, Neff.
2: <laughs> yeah, he wants to know if we're talking the Pulse Chain airdrop here.
3: Uh, no, man. Pulse <laughs> Chain <off> the Pulse <laughs> Chain, dude. Pulse <laughs> Chain is hex. That's Richard Hart. Do, not... Do your own research, but I would not touch Pulse Chain or yeah. hex with an info pulse.
4: I uh I sacrificed my uh, entire 401k for the uh, for the Pulse Chain. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's about MetaMask. Uh, so I, I guess there's been a couple interviews where the consensus guy, who's also behind MetaMask, he's saying that there's like a token that's supposedly coming. So people are now speculating what needs to be done in order to get uh, eligible for the airdrop. Hey guys,
1: Neff is gonna actually join the chat. I'm
4: sending, you an, I'm sending you an invite right now. Right, right now.
1: He's gonna be pretty fun because uh, he doesn't like conspiracy but, theories. All right, he sent the
3: invite. Uh, just so anybody knows that's that's listening that doesn't know who Neff is, uh,
1: he's a very knowledgeable uh, investor. Bro,
2: bro, stop beating around the bush. Right, he's an internet celebrity <laughs> from one of the yeah. from one of the largest entertainment financial podcasts there is right now.
4: Yeah. Yeah yeah i want to ask neff how um how well it went over uh trying to sell uh a, uh his nFT for a premium uh for due to his internet celebrity <laughs> he brought that up uh on one of the last pods. Yeah. yeah. I if, if you got if you got any bidders on
5: that
2: oh yeah, he was trying to sell his nFT huh
4: the cash Judge nFT or I don't know what it was, but he he was uh he was trying to sell something and and thought that uh, you know, maybe if he posted on Twitter. I I don't I I forget exactly how it went, but he was just joking about, you know, internet celebrity. It's funny though.
2: Yeah, he was trying to he was basically talking to the NFT artist that if he could, you know, upcharge since the person you were buying it from like is directly Like what do you mean like you know you know what i mean like you can you know who you're buying it from
1: yeah this was chris neff's nft
2: (laughs) bro you don't remember cum rocket
3: dude (laughs) do we have any cum rocket holders in this whole discord i'd I'd be shocked if we did
5: i held that
4: for a minute (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that was um, that was when I first started uh, fucking around on BSC. I think I did. I uh, I think I definitely lost money on that.
3: That nude that you sent me a while
1: back, I'm taking it off the wall right now. Neff, welcome. Neff has officially joined the rabbit hole. Welcome, Neff. Hey there. We hear you. We hear you. Welcome to the rabbit hole. What's this shit called? The
7: rabbit hole.
3: Yes, sir. Welcome to the rabbit hole.
7: Oh, I love it. I'm
3: in. Yeah. Yeah. So, talking crypto, man. uh, Are you really interested in Pulse Chain or that was a joke you were asking?
7: No, I'm serious. Hold on. I got to figure out because I can barely hear you guys. I'm doing something wrong. Gotcha. What
4: button do I press? I'm not very uh, bullish Pulse Chain, but I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Hold on. I'm getting on the video. Maybe
7: that'll help. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, Something I can hear it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so what? No, We're not doing faces today? What's going on? I mean... I I'll think we're all paranoid. We're
7: paranoid? I mean, this is a council, not, at all. Counsel, not a Oh, yeah. that's right. It's kind of like you have to go faceless just so you, you're legit.
1: Yeah, it's part of our culture. Right?
7: Well, I got in late and I heard you guys talking about the MetaMask drop and I've got a bunch of people. I'm going to take some notes here because I'm going to put it on the show later. I got a bunch of people talking about PulseChain. I talked to a couple of the hexagons. As you know, we're kind of split on all that. But from my understanding, if you're on MetaMask, you you automatically get airdropped. Is that correct?
5: I can't confirm or
4: or deny that. I, I have no idea. Um, okay. I think so what, the one uh, thing that uh, that we were, I was thinking, or that I think I've heard people thinking is that they, uh, because MetaMask is just uh, uh, a way to access, you know, your Ethereum wallet or or whatever wallet. The only thing that is verifiable on chain is a swap uh, using uh, MetaMask. So like, you know, they have a swap button, uh, as opposed to like using an actual Dex. Um, that's the only thing that MetaMask, uh, you know, can figure out, you know, whether or not they've used their, uh, product other than just opening the wallet on MetaMask itself. Um, because everything else is just chain and it's, you can't, it doesn't have like a MetaMask tag added to it. Um, that's what I was thinking.
7: Okay. Um, I'm actually going to try and join through the discord. I'm on my phone right now, but I want to get on your Discord here, the rabbit hole, so I could join that way. So I'm gonna jump off and get back on because I'll get a better reception. Hang on one sec. Hi, Def, welcome, man. Camera Thank, time. You, for, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for joining, wow. Well,
1: yeah,
3: right. Yeah. Awesome, man, we got a cash daddy in the rabbit hole. This is nuts, man, I'm happy to joined us. Oh, thanks for the invite, guys. So
7: back up, because I heard you a little late. So what's the difference between this metamask drop you're talking about and how do i how do i get involved
2: have you ever used uh, the swap feature in uh, metamask what, which feature the swap feature oh all the time
7: that's how i lose all my money on shit coins oh okay that's
4: so, you, right so, there, so you're right? not so you're not going on to like dex websites you're no. you're just you're just doing swap on the metamask app itself like you're not going on the browser like on your phone, you're, you're... no no yeah, I, I think I use
7: the browser on my computer, you know, like right next to the uh you know it's Google Chrome
4: right, so like the the right the right assigned or right aligned uh, button that says swap, you've used that
7: oh yeah Who okay then
4: I... then I think you've done pretty much any, everything everyone's speculated that you need to do for the airdrop you're, okay. you're in, but then I don't know. You know, but this
7: is a metamask airdrop?
4: It's we've it's only based off of what this guy said. So like I'll think I uh, I might be able to find the uh the interview where he uh he talked about it briefly. Um he was uh brought on this podcast called Up Only uh where they talked about, you know, when when metamask coin and I think he um he did like say some things that it's possible that it'll be coming like maybe in the next year, but, um, the details of it are really sparse right now.
7: Okay. Cause I'd like to, you know, inform as many people as possible tonight. If possible. I'll see if
4: I can, uh, I'll see if I can link, uh, uh, the up only, uh, video in the, uh, live stream chat. I'm going to try to look for it. That would be awesome.
7: So what are you guys talking about in general? And by the way, how long has the rabbit hole been around? Cause I love it
3: how we we created it maybe about three or four months ago Um, we usually do these crypto channels crypto councils every week maybe every two weeks Uh, pretty much the format is general crypto information we were talking about the coin market cap uh mistake i guess or the Uh, the the mess up with all the yeah mistake exactly with the bunny ears good looking out def hell yeah remy Uh, We we were talking about that earlier we were talking about you know utility and coins that we're looking at of course the market where money should be put if you're worried, you know, as you know, Neff we like to tell people do not invest money that you can't afford to lose and right now people are kind of freaking out because of their portfolios, but if you could afford to lose that money you're not freaking out you're just holding and possibly buying the dip you know possibly buying the discount.
7: So what do you guys think was behind the whole CMC um, haywire glitch. Bullshit because I I've been off the grid a little bit because I've been fighting some seasonal depression So what what was that all about because I do want to talk about that tonight too on the show
2: um, From <clears throat> From a tweet that Jat linked was a band protocol Apparently, it's an Oracle token or it's an Oracle system. I don't know how they work But he said that the hack or at least the mess up happened with their protocol feeding data information to the API that uh CMC uses
1: and that's where it went out of whack. Okay, so they were hacked. I I would assume so. Because wasn't that what the were?
4: I don't think uh Coin Market Cap was uh was hacked. I don't think I I mean I really haven't read up on the story before. When I can tell based off of uh what the Chainlink got uh guy is that he he linked the uh the price feeds, uh, malfunction with, uh, amount, mal- a malfunction that happened with Band protocol. So, um, I don't know for sure. I, I would really need to, uh, get down to the nitty gritty, uh, with that. But, if, um, I don't know if you guys can find that Link God tweet again. Um, mm-hmm. but he has like a thread about, uh, about band protocol and that, uh, uh, website malfunction. So it seems like these websites and some of these, uh, exchange apps are using Band protocol for their price feeds and clearly that was a mistake
8: yeah cmc is just a conglomeration of all these different data feeds i think so uh,
9: my question is like well you like you said it's just a conglomeration but was there any actions that happened subsequent to that that would have benefited somebody and caused other people to lose money No, I don't think so. Nothing triggered, you know, it didn't trigger any cells. It was just freaking people out a little bit.
4: Oh, actually, I think um, there was one, uh, I think I linked, there was a CSGO, um, uh, you know, those like uh, weapon skins websites that was uh, using like the same, uh, was using CoinMarketCap for their price feeds. So there was somebody who like uh, uh, sold or a bunch of their, like a little tiny bit of Bitcoin uh, and bought like... Like hundred thousand dollars worth, of, like a, a bunch of skins uh, worth like huge amounts of money, and then the the people yeah. who ended up selling them didn't got like nothing after it was all over. Oh so, well, yeah. From the
3: from the from the CMC market hack, the one thing we did learn is how centralized CMC actually is, uh, regardless of how much they claim that they're not decentralization. I mean, if you can affect that much of a market just because you're glitch, or some people say it was a hack, some people say it wasn't. Regardless, they Definitely dropped the ball on you know um, uh, correct information for sure. So they showed a lot of people that CMC is not as decentralized as they pretend to be, and they're also biased. You know what I mean, like it's not just some. Exchange. Well, yeah, I mean,
7: we know it's biased just because of the listing fees they charge. I mean, as much as I think Dick Hart is 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 Dick Hart, I know he, that <laughs> the Mexicans have been trying to sue CMC forever because of uh, the alleged. Uh, inaccurate market cap listing that CMC puts them at. Because um, if you go on like Nomics or you know, other sites, HEX is like fifth in market cap and CMC it's 201st even though it shows how what their actual market cap is and it never moves. It's
8: always 201 which is really fucking weird. And CMC is owned by Binance too so they're inherently yeah. biased just yeah. based on exactly. that. I, was- I didn't know Yeah, Mm -hmm. they acquired them in April 2020. Okay. And um, real quick, uh, (laughs) OpenSea, I'm just repeating shit I hear from other people. But oh, so I realized the other day I was listening to someone talk about minting these NFT collections. And basically, what people have to do is create bots to go into OpenSea all at once and create all these tokens. So they're crashing OpenSea when they do that. I have to think that's like, depending on the mint and how many collections are being minted at a time, that's going to increase the volume on at least Ethereum or any of these chains they're using. So it's like, basically, I think what's happening with the CMC glitches is high volume leads to some sort of error. Like, OpenSea goes down sometimes when they do these minting sprees. So it's like one error across the spread of average data can create a super... uh, incorrect
4: do you guys want me me to
7: ask ask a question real quick because you guys were talking about what were the ramifications of cmc being hacked so from what i'm hearing you said it was minimal but are you saying people had written code for um let's say you know i own x coin and if cmc moves i've got a bot to sell it are you saying that you somebody possibly did that like they had cells Triggered based on a, a, a
8: program that was connected to CMC? Maybe You can't trade on CMC though, right? So it's yeah. like if you have a, a stop loss or whatever set at a percentage, that would be based on the exchange you're trading on. And right. CMC is just a data set.
7: Right. So it would be foolish anyway to write some sort of code to trigger a buy or sell based on CMC's data anyway. But should yes. know I will say,
8: I saw that glitch on my Coinbase account too. I know it happened to me too, and and Evan, and a bunch oh. of people. So yeah, I think I, a lot of people did, saw it. Did, didn't see
5: act.
7: What what did Coinbase come out and say was their issue? Because I didn't follow up on this either. I
3: don't think they ever addressed it. Yeah, I never heard them say anything. Yeah, I think, dude, Coinbase. The fact that Coinbase addressing anything, I'd be shocked, man. They don't address their customer service. All they do is announce coins that might get listed or do get listed. And that's it. I wouldn't expect them to announce it. They're going to let CMC take the fall for this and not have any kind of a responsibility. Yeah,
8: and they're already being dragged into Congress in Washington, D.C. to answer all these questions. So, mm-hmm. like, in other words, they're trying to probably keep the heat on themselves as low as possible.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they're going to let it go as a coin market cap. Let them take the heat. And then if somebody asks Coinbase something, they'll get back to them in 8 to 10 months. And that's how it works. Because trust me, I'm trying to contact customer service, and six months ago, still haven't heard
8: And thinking about this, this may seem unrelated, but I mean, it's like, okay, Coin Market Cap is owned by the Binance in China, like not the U.S. Binance. And uh, I don't know where, where I was going with this. Uh, but basically, they're the ones that showed the glitch. You know what I mean? So it's like, they showed the glitch. Someone just said the actual Binance exchange didn't experience a glitch. But yet, the, that exchange owns CoinMarketCap, which maybe influenced the data on Coinbase. Because who knows? Because like Coinbase has their own data set. Like They're doing the same thing that CoinMarketCap's doing in some way to get an average price on the market. Like They're not just using their data set.
9: All right. So uh, Coinbase support. I linked the Twitter in the uh, live chat, but here's what they said. The display issue has been resolved. Non-tradable assets on Coinbase.com are no longer appearing inflated and assets on Coinbase wallet should reflect the correct market value. Again, this did not impact trading. And then they also say, oh. apologies for any confusion. We are still investigating the asset price and trade difficulties on Coinbase wallet. Our teams are digging in to investigate the thing and fix. I'm
3: surprised so, they announced it. Or they addressed it, man. I'm shocked. Sure. That was on uh, December
1: 14th. Okay. Okay.
3: About five
1: days ago. We get go
0: for the win.
4: Yeah. So, yeah. so it, uh, it would only affected uh, band uh, like protocol. Uh, is what affected the display, so I think the uh, uh, the exchanges must be using a different uh, source for their price feeds when actually uh, committing the trades than what they might display on their their front end app or or on a website like CoinMarketCap. Okay. Okay.
9: yeah, so I so nothing automated got fucked with. I just wonder if anyone did try to actually some freak out about it. there I'm sure there's a few uh,
4: loose i um I linked the uh, the metamask video or the podcast with the MetaMask alpha at the end of the video um, in the live stream, if you guys haven't seen it already. It's like three minutes worth to check out. Text text chat? Yeah, it says uh, it's under uh, live stream text chat under TRH voice channels.
3: If you scroll up right above the down the rabbit hole chat that you're in right now, Neff, it's like four or five Uh, channels up. It says live stream text chat.
7: And who posted it? Uh, I did tell me your name just because i'm multitasking
3: uh chat oh hey yeah he's in the cd discord as well chris trust me i know okay just making sure
7: <laughs> yeah he we'll just said me. hello to him he's a high quality contributor
3: he is definitely yes
5: exactly so
7: so i got a question guys um what do you want me to mention about this metamask airdrop tonight because it's information and it sounds
3: important well, that's the thing, uh, Neff and John will back me up. That this is just based on a story that we've read. This isn't confirmed by MetaMask. This isn't right, John. I mean,
4: it's all speculation as to what awesome. you need to do to get it. But uh, all we know based off of the what this Ethereum co-founder said is that it's coming. Yep. Okay.
7: So, what do you need to do to be eligible?
4: You have to join the rabbit hole Discord.
3: And <laughs> you have to send, have to send Jack five thousand Bitcoin, and then you know, and then you're eligible. It's crazy. <laughs> no, but we don't know for yeah, sure. I can, uh, I can share. Do. I can
4: share my screen. I can play the clip, and we can maybe let's talk it. about it.
3: Yeah, let's do that. Down we'll the now. rabbit hole we go, shall we say?
1: <laughs> Good to
7: see you. Definitely not Eric Dubay and Young Human and you too. It's, not, it's
2: been forever. Oh shit, you
7: remember
4: me? that? We missed you, oh, man. You. Here, I'll uh, I'll play
1: the clip now. So just let me know if you can hear it. Yeah. Oh That's no! All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the live stream. <laughs> Buffering. <laughs>
5: it's um, not really. A can yet, can I, hey, Chris? Do did I, you join the live do stream? Do I get the fake side?
1: Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I
7: don't know. i, should, I needed Oh, do I hit watch stream? Yeah,
2: watch stream. So have,
4: yeah. Uh, All right, guys. A, a little smarter.
2: <laughs> Sorry, over, oh,
5: okay. so I, All right, I, um, I, believe the, the metaverse will be called up only by
6: ten years from now. <laughs> um we need to fund our own we're we'll doing metaverse raise mate we can raise it to like a two billion dollar valuation the up only yeah, metaverse that sounds that sounds like a real thing i heard if you're not um, raising at multi-billion dollar valuations then you're just like not even in the game these days you know yeah yeah, yeah exactly um we'll say we've got joe's co-founder and that valuation is through the roof <laughs> um, stay on the call right. i'll offer you some co-founderships <laughs> <laughs> um do you want to do a final question ledge yeah, so we uh, love to know a bit of alpha from our guests. So if there's any
4: wisdom that you've learned in life, it's certainly not to be financial advice, but you know something that's helped you get through, um, helped you find success in your life, something that's
5: made your life a bit better that you have in mind that our listeners could take.
4: Oh, wait, no, this is not the section. <laughs> okay. Um, I, like, uh, I thought it was uh, because it just said free alpha. I'll have to find the section. Um, but it, Oh, here we go. Browser wallet slash metamask. It might be in this section right here.
6: Too. Yeah. A bunch of that ecosystem blooming, I guess, um, like Ethereum started to click for a lot of people when they got, uh, like web uh, browser wallets. So you could sort of jump to a site and just sort of log in with Ethereum, right? You have your address in your browser. Um, you can just, Instantly connect to a, a, a new app. And Consensus um, created owns MetaMask. Created MetaMask. Don't know what the correct terminology here is. Um, but that, like that's by yeah, so, far father. So
5: Aaron, Aaron Davis uh, founded that project. Uh, quickly brought on. Uh, so and and uh, Aaron joined Consensus very early. Um, mm-hmm. So effectively brought. Uh, I don't even remember what stage it was It was in, um, the, the MetaMask technology, uh, but it was super early. Uh, and...
4: I'm sorry, guys. I don't really want to play this for six minutes, but I, I this is in this podcast, but it's also an hour and 50 minutes long, so I have to scrub through it to find the actual timestamp. I thought it would
5: be maybe I mean, easier You to should be that off asleep.
4: Right? Yeah, check it. Uh, check it in the link. Check, check uh, 20 minutes in. It's when they start talking about MetaMask, so they, they might mention okay. the airdrop then. It's about a six-minute okay. section.
7: Okay. Can I ask another airdrop question? Go ahead. So you guys are obviously um, uh, have your opinions on Pulse Chain. <laughs> I'm getting overwhelmed with Hexacons reaching out to me, talking about Pulse Chain. What the fuck? <laughs> it? It's, hey, I try and stay as non-biased as possible and respect. Sorry,
5: no. It's continue. I know.
7: It's fucking <laughs> heck. But my question is, what the fuck is Pulse Chain? So I can explain it not sound totally retarded because from what i understand all you have to do is be on metamask and then you're going to get a copy of everything you own once pulse chain launches is that correct
8: so i don't actually i'm not going to say anything i don't understand this at all
2: okay wait this is supposed to be a fork for ethereum
3: pulse chain yeah yeah, I haven't done any experience, I haven't done any uh, research on Pulse Chain just because, you know, Richard Hart. Yeah, I, I won't go into biased opinions, but I don't know shit about this. This might be Jad or Young Human or Deaf. I
8: don't know shit about Hex, so I don't want to speak on it. Other than <laughs> Richard Hart does come off like a fat vampire.
7: <laughs> well, Can you guys hear me right now? Fat Hex- vampire. <laughs> what I've been told by Hexicans is the Pulse Chain is a fork of Ethereum so if you have a metamask account um sorry i know it's crazy once the fork goes live you're going to get copies of everything on pulse chain now what the fuck those copies mean and what their value is i have no clue
4: yeah i i did sit in a telegram for uh for Pulse Chain like back in the summer or like uh, June. So from what I gathered from that, um, yeah, the claim is everything, including uh, uh, app metadata, like all the tokens, like the, all the ERC 20s, um, you know, like the deck stuff um, will all get forked. Um, but all of the value of those assets will start at zero. So it's all going to be it's like starting over so like a a usdc on um on pulse chain would be worth nothing um and and i guess the claim is that oh we'll just have you know market participants make it so that uh it'll go through like price discovery again like that's the claim but i i have no idea man it just sounds like a scam to be honest
8: yeah that's like this may be a little too simplistic, but this yeah, but, sounds like making fake money. Like making fake dollars and you're being like, yeah, they're not
10: real dollars.
4: Yeah, and also and at the same time. Spend them. <laughs> yeah, what, what what how how are you expected to be able to bridge something like wrapped BTC that's copied from uh from Ethereum back over to a legitimate chain um you know if if it actually does have anything built on it and it's not just an exit scam for uh richard hart you know when you sacrifice your eth for you know ten thousand pulse or whatever the fuck was the exchange for it at the time during the sacrifice phase but uh um, it looks
8: like yeah. they're doing nfts too so it's like oh boy he's looking oh at yeah, yeah. everything on the ethereum yeah. part which is
3: Brilliant. Steph, let me ask you why are, what's your interest in bullshit I mean, are the hexagons pushing it on you, or did you come out like? Yeah,
8: like Anybody showing up to your house with a sombrero?
3: No, no, they're not. Exactly, pushing. yeah. Not, are you an island boy?
7: They're not pushing it on me. They're just been trying to explain it to me. And I want to be able, I had like a long, hour long conversation with a guy named R.A. Hexagon. He's a nice guy. And he was just explaining that once you're on the Pulse Chain, uh, everything's going to get copied. And then they have these uh, sacrifice phases. Are you aware of these?
4: No, it sounds it's Yeah, it's, uh, you, you sacrifice time. your ETH and you get like 10,000 pulse for every ETH. Yeah, super good deal for a product that we have no idea uh, exactly. will actually be worked or be accepted by anybody else.
7: I'm not be I just want to know what the fuck it is. So in case people are asking me, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's but money yeah, for let me Richard have, Hart
3: is what it is. Yeah, let me ask you this, yeah, Neff. Let me ask you this before days. you jump on the podcast. Are you bringing this up on the podcast or are you thinking about it?
7: I was thinking about it, uh, but now I'm leaning towards not doing it because it sounds, just from the, talking to you guys, that it's not something that's worth, a, worth addressing at this point.
4: I mean, just, just for reading words. Hey, it might be worth just having Howie shit on it. I'd be interested in <laughs> listening to that. Nicky, it's good to
7: have you on the show again.
3: You look like you've lost weight. yeah, um, <laughs> Arthur. yeah, Arthur. Arthur, you man. Hey, Neb, just so you know, a lot of these guys here in the rabbit hole are big cash daddy supporters, man, so we all watch the show. Thank you. Thank you. It means a
7: lot. Um, just so you guys know, we're off. Tonight's our end of the year thing, and we're going to take two weeks off. And then I think the only thing we have on schedule is the um, we're bringing on the Governor Dow guys for the first show in January. But if you guys have people you want on the show, please let us know. You know, please DM me if you can, you know,
8: I've got one for you right now that it's on my mind. It okay. might be hard to get this guy, but you remember how Howie was talking all this shit about how Baccarat has uh, there's some <laughs> way to fucking win. On, can I
7: guess who it is
8: yeah I you probably know Mick who it is Mays. Yeah. Mickey yep, yeah. okay. Here's the deal. I know Mickey Mays
7: because I play at the hustler,
8: oh, and shit. If, you
7: guys are, if you guys are big card players, he was in the big cash game about a month ago with Garrett Adelstein and uh Tom Dewan, and this fucker flopped a fucking set and ran up four hundred grand at the table, and he was just fucking. Everybody's like, "Who is this guy? He's covered in tats. He's a fucking." man. and I walk. He's a
8: real life demon.
7: He's a demon, he's, but here's right. the thing. Yeah. Pull this up. I started watching last night the interview he did with No Jumper.
8: I, I just watched that shit too. Okay, everyone so should watch
7: that. Everybody should watch this shit. So he claims that he's uh, uh, a baccarat player and that he has a system, and he's been kicked out of casinos. And he wants to sell the system for $50 million. First of all, there's no system in Baccarat outside of edge sorting that like Phil Ivey did. It's a fucking coin flip game and you lose 50 cents on every $100 if you play, you know, play the game. So anyway, you guys got to watch this fucking interview. He's He looks, nobody knows how old he is, but I'm guessing he's like 35. And you should watch the Hustler live stream. Just go on YouTube and go get Hustler live stream. And you'll see how fucking weird this guy is. But he claims that he did what was called body brokering in Florida and rehabs. But he does it in a really sketchy way and says he was just buying chairs instead of people. And Yo, He just says he was
8: setting up pharmacies, basically. He's he like, owned, can't explain it.
7: He says he owns yeah, 300, okay. 300 pharmacies, which is like, the if you own a pharmacy, you have the feds on your back on a daily basis because of controlled substances. The guy's a fucking liar. But he showed up out of nowhere and everybody's like, how is this guy playing in the highest stakes poker game in the world? He's either got trust fund money and check out his Instagram, by the way, because he posts pictures of him like doing dominoes of $10,000 stacks of money in his Vegas fucking hotels. Anyway, nobody knows who he is. He was definitely trying to impress fucking Ivy at the game. Ivy didn't give a fuck, but he ran up his stack to like 500 grand. Pissed it all away and left up $1,000. So but when you can blow through half a million dollars, <laughs> liquid, you've got money. But there's a lot of theories that this guy may be laundering money in Vegas playing Baccarat. Willing to take... It's no, up- money management.
8: I think he's got a bunch of this dark money. Like he's got... He's probably doing a lot of fucking weird shit with people in back-end games. Well, so he's got access to capital like that.
7: I I personally think he's a trust fund kid because you don't. Oh, and he admits he has rich parents, right? But basically. he claimed he claimed he was homeless in New York City doing crack and living in a fucking park at night 19- oh, and working on Wall Street. And then works on Wall Street with no no education. Uh, set set all these records. He's like the king of. Just everything falling in his lap at the right place, but it does fit the profile that he's in his mid thirties. He gets his trust fund bequeathed to him, and now he's sitting on a fucking pile of money.
8: If you want to go, kind of like a Dan Blitzerian, right? Total. Yeah. He's Dan Bills, part two. But if you want, it's to- a lot more. It's a lot more interesting though. Absolutely. Because you know what I, you know what I thought? Because I watched the No Jumper interview, and I'm like, this guy has right. got a very fucking seemingly full of shit story. And then I watched a couple of those poker games. Where he legitimately does beat pros out of a couple hundred bands.
7: Correct. So it's he like so flop fucking lucky. When you right. have a set of five fives in a game like that, those guys are playing hardcore meta meta in-game poker. It's not a fucking two three game. I mean, they'll they play very, very uh, it's five D chess is my point. They're willing to fucking call down massive pots with ace high because of, you know, the the structure of their game. So it's fascinating. There's no way we'd get him on the show, I don't think, um, because he's just so big right now. But that that interview screamed to me, he's a compulsive liar. And the guy claims he fucks five times a day, by the way,
8: okay? Yeah, and he goes to sex dungeons and just bangs like 10 girls.
9: Yeah, so did, there's huh? no way you have that much nut. You have to be chugging celery juice and be Eric, popping zinc Eric. all day. Oh, and I he doesn't do drugs
8: or swear, but he, he says, says suck my dick all the time. He
9: says he will tell a woman, you're second on
7: the day, so I can't nut in you because I can only nut twice a day. So I'm just going to fuck I'm
9: not going to nut. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> it so is, I mean, a, you hey, pop some blue juice, I guess it'll work.
8: Chris, as a gambler, though, right? someone that's in that world of, of poker and shit, are there a lot of people that are fascinated with this guy or are there Absolutely. a lot more people they're calling bullshit? They're like, what's the ratio?
7: They're fascinated because they want him in the game because they know he can't play poker or shit. So they want him in the game. But at the same time, there is a risk because if he's gambling with fucking money that doesn't belong to him, they could come back and try and take that money. That's happened before where people have gambled with money that isn't theirs, and they've sued, and they've gotten the monies back. So there's a risk for these high-stakes players to even be sitting with them.
8: But, like, there's nobody that's come out basically still and said this guy's full of shit and, like, no, professional it, yeah. gambling.
7: It's going to come out real soon.
8: Sick. Yeah, that'd be, a, that'd be a fun interview. I mean, you guys already interviewed Dick Hart, so, I mean... You can. You what? Know,
7: I'll shoot him an email and say, hey, we'd love to have you come on the show. But I doubt... I know him in the sense that he went on uh, No Jumper. They have 4 million subscribers. So he'll probably look it up and be like, you guys have 4,000 YouTube subscribers. Who gives a fuck? But, so,
8: but not for nothing. That's a good it's pretty thing. on brand for him. It's yeah. on brand. Well, he did
7: claim that he uh, created... Shout out
8: to Arthur with the awesome
3: soundbite, man.
7: Homeboy claimed he created three of the top cryptos
8: oh right there's that or he said he was responsible for bringing it to the social media influencers that blew them up that's kind of like he kind of walked the line between i created it and i pushed it to social media influencers and to uh, me yeah okay right i'll I'll play the
1: i'll play the (laughs) other end of it
8: though where it's like the fact that you wouldn't say which coins it is or like you wouldn't divulge certain things in a braggadocious way does lend partially to credibility because you sign NDAs when you do that stuff. And I think people have kind of been desensitized to the money running around in crypto. Like it's cool to show that you have a hundred thousand, a million dollars. The smart people aren't showing their wallets and they're not saying how much they're getting paid because they know yeah. that everyone can go on the blockchain and track where all their money's at. Once they know the first, they just need one transaction. So I took one screenshot.
7: Well, I encourage all of you guys to watch the no jumper interview because then he basically said he didn't, couldn't explain any crypto um, questions. He did sound like
1: an idiot with crypto. So,
7: yeah, whatever, I'll shoot him an email. It would be great, but, you know. That guy is an enigma, and, I mean, he could be a front for so many different operations. Um, but like I said, the fish would love to play with him, but they have to know in their back of their minds, if this isn't his money, we could get fucked.
4: Speaking of uh, celebrities in crypto, I saw this on Twitter the other day. There was... Um... Uh, a photo of some uh, developers in Paris Hilton back in 2016, which making people speculate that Paris Hilton has been holding ETH since 2016. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Why, I don't know why that's so funny to me. But uh, let me post a photo of it. It's um, it'd be pretty wild.
8: She's Loki, kind of good at business. I've heard that. A... I might be totally wrong.
2: I think she has an NFT. I wouldn't put it past
5: her.
8: She did the Kim Kardashian before Kim Kardashian. like She invented that model of you put some shit on the internet and blow up.
7: You guys want to watch one of uh, Nikki's cuts? The uh, hustler's cutting up um, a lot of the the live streams they're doing and putting them in 10-minute segments. There is an amazing cut they did with him. It's probably five or six minutes long uh, where he took down that monster hand if you want to see him in action.
8: Yeah, let's see yeah throw chat. that on.
7: Um, I'll, I'll drop it in the chat.
2: Yeah, Paris Hilton's actually attached
1: to some NFT platform. It's like eight 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 or something like that. Keep in mind, he is sitting in the table at a table with the best players in the world.
8: Yeah, see, this was my thinking, too, where I'm like, okay, if this dude's totally full of shit, he shouldn't be able to have multiple instances where this happens. That's the thing. Oh, so it's like a mix of both. You know, trust fund money, slash, he's actually kind of good at... Because he's not... This is poker now, and he's allegedly made all his money in Baccarat. So, if, I, if you take him at his word, I think he's saying... Like, he's fronting and saying he's got some sort of system to beat the casino. But he has to have some sort of perceptual advantage. That's what I'm thinking. Because it's like whether it's going to sound crazy, tinfoil hat here now, but it's like whether that fucking vape juice he's smoking lets him see through the cards or some bullshit, or he's got some sort of information that's allowing him to know odds better than other people. Because he was saying too in that No Jumper interview that he ran a data analytics company and that they made their bulk of deals and money allegedly early on by basically like grounding, buying a bunch of consumer data and then running stats and like basically targeting people with ads what and products. So like the idea that he's not familiar with running a bunch of numbers and maybe seeing the anomalies. I mean, I don't know.
1: There's no analytics you can create in a, uh, a
7: Baccarat game because of the game structure itself.
8: But you couldn't, like, like, for example, you couldn't like pick out the certain circumstances that people most likely win in. Like, there was something I, I saw that was like, it's like, at it, it, it the last six cards in the deck, there's this, an odd where you have like a plus bet or something. Like, there's certain instances, right, that people know where there is an advantage in certain rare circumstances. But it's like if there's, there might be something you can't see from playing the game that you could see looking at a data set of, of winning and losing plays. Or just games. You take an AI and just run the game a million times.
7: Hold on. I you got to keep kill. it up. Let me share my screen.
1: Yeah, run that. Yeah, this guy's a fucking clown. <laughs> All right, share your screen entire screen. Okay, can you guys see my screen? Yep.
10: (laughs) I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no. No. No, you. You. Come
7: see
8: it right? Yeah we see it. A few
7: bucks.
8: Can you okay. turn the sub paddles on? Keep in mind, this close is the
10: game in the world right now. Mickey gonna raise it up here. 1,600. 4-3 off. Make it 9,000. Garrett gonna come in here for 9,000 with Ace-4 of clubs. And Mickey's gonna defend and Mickey is dominated here. Ace right. against 4 against 4-3 off. See this guy in the red? He oh. snap
4: called that 3-back.
10: Yeah. We're at 19.4 here. Heads up. Well, Mickey's got a little piece of it with the gutter to a 5, but Garrett here flops the not flush draw. 9 six, So two there's already plugs. 20
7: grand in the pot. 5,000
10: um, five in the call and a 5 with clubs. Calling with an inside straight draw. That's normal. Turns an off-suit six.
1: Check.
10: Garrett is checked here, so let's see if Mickey is going to take... Looks like yeah. he's... Yeah, yeah he I'm just checks go. it back. Yeah. Does not bluff at it here. And the river's at wow. off-suit five. Oh my god. Well, Garrett doesn't have anything, but... Mickey hit a miracle. Wow. Check. Mickey's... I don't think Mickey's going to get paid off here. Garrett has clubs in his hand, it's just pretty difficult for Mickey to have a bluff here when some of the straight draws pair up. Mickey at about 15,070 gets there, Nick.
1: Yeah.
6: Are you looking for a new fence or gate for your home? Type in your address and drop the red pin.
10: The eighth wonder is going to let this go.
9: Probably not going to fold. I have a really bad hand, too. Really? Oh, wow. He's terrible. Wow. You're
10: bluffing, and you win sometimes. <laughs>
4: Ten seconds. Wow.
10: Hmm. Just
4: putting him on a different hand, I guess. Good. I, I don't know.
10: <coughs> Such an interesting game, Mark. Huh. The fake yawn and stretch. Well, he's got clubs in his hand, which is usually bad. Maybe he just doesn't think that Mickey would ever take this sizing with, with a oh 9. Oh, my God. You're going to show me a 5 or something? It's going
9: to fucking break my heart.
10: Mm. Yeah, and Garrett's concerned that Mickey might be turning a 5 into a bluff, which is one of those straight draws which he can't beat, which is hard to bluff catch here if you lose to some bluffs, has he's going to step in it. Mickey's much stronger than he anticipated.
1: Yeah.
10: And Mickey takes down another pot. He is absolutely on fire here. Not, maybe. Maybe. That's yeah. not a lot of players could get where he's I just think stopped. they're gonna
7: show the big like two hundred thousand
10: dollars hand back. like that. But
8: I think yeah, it's either this it player or the next one. I'll
9: probably just show it. By the way, no need. Appreciate that yeah.
8: Oh, here's something too. He shows his cards. I noticed. Well, when he's in these high, these situations, he like flashes his cards at people. Is that, and that's not illegal, right? No, it's totally legal. Okay.
7: You kind of did right here for the river. Yeah. I don't know how much money he was could have had a pair. I didn't
9: see how much money he was
6: putting in. A pair was good. Four highs to the river. Four highs is the river.
10: Say again.
7: All right, so this is the uh, hand. Watch this shit.
10: Uh, <laughs> Mickey playing off a $350,000 stack. That is not a graphic. We're just <laughs> joined
6: us. He's up a quarter million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he's really the only winner at the table. Uh,
3: my business is yeah like brings in to do with there is some signs, some but not well, there's a, a five yet but is, uh, i don't know nick so. let's hit a five and, and run Williams. it up That's garrett wakes up
10: with ace king suited Can you get force berkey out of there with queen's head kind of hearts and mickey's not going anywhere with fives here why would he <laughs> Most, if not all, the aces are going to be dead here, but I don't think that means that Garrett won't win the pot. I just
2: noticed his whole hand is tatted.
6: Chris
10: here. Chris is a total White fish, hand, by the way. We could have three bet himself. Yeah. I think he either three bit this hand or we're in this position now with Garrett in position. I think you got to let this go. Nice hand. Looks pretty. But. Mickey with the "I don't give a rat's ass" look and taking another hit off his lucky vape. So Chris calls, but Lucky folds the Ace Five suited. So we know that there's one Five left on the deck at the most. This is our dead one Five dead. Yeah. There's wow. The <clears throat> there's the King. Don't think Garrett's gonna win that much here from this What's one that I check it out. Oh, it, it. sneaky, Peaky. Oh yeah. I yeah. Is he gonna induce a little bit of a little bet here from Chris, or is Chris gonna smell it? He smelled it out. Or he might induce a call here from Mickey now that Mickey's picked up a gutter on this. Yeah, the exactly. Chart. I think he will.
3: Hey, Neff, let me ask you if cryptocurrency is ever uh relationship with gambling. Would you uh, would you rather gamble with USD or cryptocurrency?
10: 40 USD, baby. Probably All
3: right.
10: What you said, and he's got the gutter. So this sneaky check is actually getting. it is it looks like some it action, is. Garrett some ashes here. Nick, Nicky's maybe not here to lock it up. I'll tell you. We'll see what he does. That's for sure. Chris looks so bluffing from Garrett on the button that's why he's getting this money just like you said just like you said what are you doing Chris? so the hundred and forty four thousand here what is Krish doing? I, I don't know I think I think exactly if he doesn't raise here this makes no sense uh, I think it's okay posture. it's posture okay thank God I didn't want to see him fly his plane right into that building. So Mickey can catch a four or five here. It's 144,000. The river is a nine. Garrett doesn't fold. He wins this pot. Obviously, I think Garrett's going to go for some value here as played. Who knows? We might even see a hero call. You never know.
7: All right, I don't want to waste your time. Basically, what he does is he sits here for 10 minutes tanking, thinking his fives are good and almost check.
10: I think that's a mistake. You can check. He ain't checking, buddy.
8: I'm like 95% sure I'm good.
10: <laughs> I, I, I believe he <laughs> 150.
1: Wait, I that think this
8: is, is the very that end that? of it, too. I'm like pretty yeah. sure I'm
10: good. Does that look
7: like a professional to you?
8: No, but that's his...
7: I'm like pretty sure I'm not good. Not at
8: all. He's got fucking face tattoos.
10: I'm pretty sure. I think he's got the Kalyun's to put this money in, I'll tell you that right now. And he's really seriously thinking about it. This is not bullshit.
8: Yes, how many times
10: You bet a hundred and fifty thousand? Yeah.
5: One fifty
10: is a and he covers me, I gotta like twenty,
8: eighty, it's another buck something, huh?
10: Oh man. What if he pushes here, Bart? Tell me I'm good enough to do this. I don't think that's gonna happen. <coughs> I know, but they he's gotta bring calculating this, it. Bring this back to the <laughs> fold. <full. laughs> if I fold, will you show? He's not- Garrett is not I gonna I can't say believe this one buttering one up one. worked. He wins this round.
8: Yeah, he wins I'm a good same.
10: enough player to call this, but I'm pretty sure I win.
8: I'm nice. pretty
10: sure. All started with the check back on the flop. This it did. Three bet pot. The key to everything. He gets paid here. Oh, I got oh, paid on the man. turn. i think i'm supposed to go all in told you bart i think that's not true i don't know i don't think that's gonna work it's not true but he thinks it not supposed to go all in kind of invested whoa is he talking himself into this bart
2: I would never believe that he's actually a high player.
10: I'm like 100% sure I'm supposed to go all in. Negative, Ghost Rider. Oh, man. (laughs) Just, Just not good enough.
1: Lucky you. This just reminds me
2: of, like, when I used to see my uncles, like, play poker, they would never do shit like this. It was always dead quiet in that room. He's gonna be in
10: for, like, two or three times. I just, I just don't know what Yeah, he's mean, doing. look at this
8: other guy. He's not, not trying to show like, any emotion. <laughs> Um I'm I fold. Woo! Can, I fold. Can you show me? I'm confident I'm supposed to go all in and I win.
10: Not showing you nothing, buddy. Oh, wow. You say wait, this he... I wonder I wonder I wonder we it after this hand. Garrett went for a larger okay. size Hold on, I'm going to I'm going to
7: find it. the big one just cuz you ha- it's just like It's just so gross.
8: Dude, just walking, yeah, he, watching him act was like... It's pretty funny.
7: He's not fucking around, though. That's not posturing. He's literally thinking about throwing another 150 k in there. And <laughs> you just don't do that. <clears throat> it tells me that it's like he's got a half a million dollars to throw around. What? What's he doing? Something's fucking fishy.
1: Let's see here. This guy is OD'ing on fucking Down Syndrome right now. This channel,
7: by the way, is fucking awesome. They are playing the biggest games
1: in the world right now. The fuck is this? Is it against that Asian dude? Oh, hey, Luna hit an all time high. Fuck yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Just search Mickey. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I think it's that one. It's this With one. With that dude. Yeah. Uh, it's this one.
10: And he picks no, up no, 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 no,
9: right, the
10: small <laughs> <laughs> one. He is trying to, back, uh, but he is okay, stuck. King. Wow, Nick folds king 10 of diamonds. I'm not sure if yeah. that away from the table or not, but he's gonna get action here from Mickey. With the ace 10 off. Oh, a three bet, three bet here. So from, from the straddle,
1: and here yeah, we go I
10: again. I
8: had like, uh, I don't know, 50. These 15, two again. No, less, less. 15,
10: 20, 25. Like 35 ish. 35 behind? Yeah,
1: here.
10: We have a man. He has 46. 46, He doesn't
8: even know what he has. I think that's part of his fucking stick, though.
1: Yeah,
10: about 60 total. I don't buy it. I don't
7: think it's stick at all. I think he's playing in a game he shouldn't be playing. I have one
10: of the best fans I've seen
8: today. Totally. It's like, Um, I've seen people do that in card games. Though it's like he's he, not smart enough to
10: get. He's it. just thinking, "Well, do I, make just... I don't
8: know. I think he might be, even if yep. he's not being genuine about where his money's coming from." Because this is a tactic, like it's it's like um, it's like the unprofessional
10: professional. Well, there's the all-in. E. You got Jacks beat. You got Jacks beat.
8: Publishing, of course, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is what I had. It's almost like you're not playing your best game if you're automatically underestimating the guy as someone who shouldn't ball. be there when he's I'm sitting there counting It's <laughs> Gonna take I'm a time not.
10: extension. It's a 2K straddle in this pot. Again, it's a 2K straddle here in this pot. So not. Well, he showed him his hand.
4: You know what I have? I feel like I once today. To be honest, I feel like I once today. Yeah, and
10: he wants to get his money back. So 2K straddle. So.
4: I
6: don't know what you have. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just want to play this one. I just want to play this one. Hmm? Yeah, I just want to play this one. Well, there's no
8: playing. I mean, it's,
1: there's nothing
10: to play. I guess what he's saying is cold rate uh, I mean, Andy has put Mickey in here, but this was a 2K straddled hand. So, okay, good. Okay, good. Okay. Mickey started with 30 big blinds effective, but he's going to get 4-bet after the 3-bets out of the cutoff straddle. Do you have aces? Tell me this. Do you have aces? That's fair. Uh, I don't have aces. I don't okay, have aces. I call. <laughs> he calls! He calls! Uh, 123,000.
6: <laughs> okay, i man. <laughs> One all. time. Okay, okay. I, I hate saying before, I always lose when I say what I have. Okay, okay. One, time. One, time. one
4: time. One time. If I lose, I'm gonna go home.
5: Yeah,
4: just go. Home.
10: Let's see. Andy a big favorite here. Here we go.
5: Oh, Ace in the door.
10: Okay. Andy's gonna need to catch backdoor clubs. He needs to catch a jack. Oh a hundred and twenty three thousand one hundred and fifty dollar pot for Mickey. Oh. How Sorry. brutal. Oh, good, I don't know yeah. if they told you about
8: me, but I always give action. I'm like super yeah, easy good. about it. Oh, it just so you know, like
10: yeah, it's all good. once it's with you. We'll play, play the nuts. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, Them out but not having the best session you get it in really good and then oh, and Mickey a full double up the two k straddle three bets calls it off gets a fist pump from Antonio too that's it on the side
7: try and get him on the show
8: yeah that'd be a dope interview man.
7: He's a sick monkey. I don't <laughs> believe he knows how to play cards. I really don't. I think he's... You he need
8: to get Tim. Ask him about those sex dungeons. Be like, what's up with that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> well,
7: I encourage you all to watch the, uh, the No Jumper interview because it's comedy. There's no way any... I mean, anybody with half a brain is like, this guy's a compulsive liar.
8: Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's definitely not being honest about a lot of shit. For sure. I Nef,
3: Nef, let me ask you, are you guys planning in the future to have a uh, Dick Hart back, back on? No, or I don't think so.
7: A,
1: a
3: conversation?
7: I don't think
3: we have any okay. plans to. I mean, uh, I think a fire conversation, I know this probably is impossible, possible, but I think Howie and Dick Hart talking about. <laughs> effects in the, the future. that will one of the banger episodes in the future.
8: <laughs> yeah, you just let Howie and I love him. Howie, man. <laughs> just take Wait. the gloves off and go
1: in. Oh, fucking yeah. Howie. We can get some sponsors for that, you know? Everlast.
3: Yeah, exactly, Remy. Everlast would probably sponsor it. Uh, Geriatrics for America would probably sponsor it. Um, Buy it, put it in your IRA.
1: Dude, Jake Paul, <laughs> to promote it.
3: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's no oh, ETFs with hex it, in it, man. Look, That's I'm shocking. To help
1: you out.
7: Hey, just so you know, we're we're waiting to hear back from Coyote, but I know he's got a lot of shit going on. But the goal is still to get him involved in you know platforming our coin whenever the fuck that happens. So I talked to uh Valley, and I guess he's gonna reach out to him again soon to make that
3: happen awesome awesome I just want to get no pressure to- man because right now the market the market's not really being uh favorable to the new you know the new project so no pressure no rush
7: yeah and it's just so hard to get us all on the same page and how he was out here traveling a bunch and working and you know we've all got shit going on so we'll get there but yeah what do you what do you guys think is going to guys happen? ever coming up north uh, up north where
0: California Sacramento area Bay Area oh, yeah.
7: yeah we'll figure something out uh, uh, to come north those are pretty easy runs so we'll figure something out so cool. Um, but where do you guys see this crypto uh, market headed right now I'd love to hear your thoughts
2: tether's gonna crash everything to the, the moon for real love it
7: I think you're
8: right real talk yeah, stay away from that.
7: Uh, if I'm trading right now, I'm really not trying to keep any money in Tether. But I think you're right.
2: I think that'll just be one of the first dominoes. Because the second domino that's going to really impact people is the fact that all of these exchanges use Tether as a medium. So it's like, oh. it's going to happen there, right? Like, are exchanges going to shut down Like when Tether gets...
1: Mm. I
3: think they're going to start revealing which coins are going to be used by the uh, mainstream government, like uh, XLM, X, I, I don't know about XRP for sure. Maybe Young can touch on that. But I think here in this market, they're going to start finally revealing like serious utility as far as government use and, and main market stream as far as the decided coin for the masses. Um, I, I, I wouldn't be able to recommend which one, but I think with all these coins falling by the wayside, like Elon Doge Mars and Saitama E News and all these other knockoff shits, I think it's finally going to pave way where the government's like, look, this is the regulated. This is what we're using. Everybody get on board. I don't know if it's going to be in the next month or two. and I don't even know. Maybe by quarter two of 2022. But definitely, I think it's paving the way for an announcement that's going to be big, like decentralization um, morphed into centralization by the big corporations and the governments that are looking towards one coin to make it the massive transactional coin.
1: And they'll have their own metaverse.
3: Amen, Howie. I love you, Howie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna see if Howie will join. So you guys choose the... USDT
0: over USDC.
3: You get the real Howie in here, dude. If yeah. Howie joins in here, I'm gonna lose my mind. If Howie jumps in the rabbit hole, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. All right, man. Get a bucket, man. He didn't look. I'm like gonna, gonna get a, a <laughs> He
2: didn't look like he had a fun time on Broken Simulation, which I thought was
3: funny. Who? What? <laughs> Keep them coming, Arthur. You're doing great, man. Fantastic timing. <laughs>
1: She's like, like, come on,
2: man. If anything, I think this is a good spot to end Crypto Council. And let's just chill out here.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So everybody listening, thank you for coming. Awesome Crypto Council. Thank you, everybody joining. Let's get it down the rabbit hole and cut this one.
2: Yep. Also, remember to watch uh, the new episode of Cash Daddy. dropping soon. I don't know when, but, you know, keep an eye out for that.
3: Shout out to Cash Daddy. Shout out to uh, Chris for joining us. I'm going to, have
2: to send you. Uh, anybody else got anything to plug? Uh, follow Dave Sarah, right? He needs to I'll, subscribe. I'll find out. Guys, Dave Sarah.
7: How he can join us right now. Can you tell me the best way to send him a link?
8: Um, or... moon send that. In